The black vote is not going to be for free. We're going to have to see some promises. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians, you know, so we want to know very clearly, just like Trump made it clear that he wanted to build a wall, Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people, else he can't get the vote. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. Nelly really tried to say that this out wasn't on G Night Air Force Ones. No. Until he dropped that song. That's that's BS. Like, what? It's not the song so Poppy Fuzz niggas was rocking. Like, I don't even inter what? entertain that that conversation. <laughs> like, if you are anywhere from the South, dog, you know, like that's just a shoe that niggas was wearing. Like everybody had. Everybody had. That no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak. We had <clears throat> I'm not gonna speak for the South. I'm just gonna speak for New Orleans. And this nigga, because what happened? Niggas, well, niggas was wearing G's, dog. Hey, hey, I, 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 I don't, I don't know, no, no I'm not, no, because the conversation, because the conversation came up because uh, ASAP Rocky was uh, taking credit for uh, making, bringing them back. Apparently, like, he was wearing them hard, and like, because at, at a point for I guess for the younger cats, they stopped wearing them yeah. allegedly. Uh -huh. They did. And um, and um, so so ASAP said was saying like, well, he started rocking them again, and like you know after the 2010s or whatever, he kind of gave them new new whatever. He, he made them famous, but that but him saying he made them famous struck the debate up and brought the Nelly people like, well, technically Nelly made them famous. So it's been this whole debate about who made them famous, and the nuance that's missing is yes, Nelly did make them fame popularized them as far as you. I mean, everywhere, mm -hmm. but that's course, but, but I think what ASAP is trying to say, no, no, he definitely brought him up because Nike is going on record to say when he dropped that song, uh, that the that the uh raised the step, it went from 60 to 90. Um, stocks went up, Nike even promoted his last his tour, whatever. No, Nike mm -hmm. is going on record to saying that Nelly and that song, Nelly and that song is responsible for the worldwide phenomenon that is Air Force Ones. All that's fine. But then Nelly, you know, he was on there talking about someone on Breakfast Club about the shit. And he just going on like, no, but it was only a New York thing. No one in the South was doing Air Force Ones until I dropped that song. Oh, Boy, that's where you're wrong. That's where I got to pause you. Hold on, I can't speak for the rest of the South. I didn't yeah. even know New York was wearing them when we was young. Because all we, I mean, no, when we were wearing them, when we were wearing them, we was calling them G Nikes, and we weren't thinking about New York. Right. We, we were just in our New Orleans it. bubble. But like, if like you were really into Air Force Ones and you like getting custom joints, and you like you were online like trying to find them and shit, then you kind of did know that. Oh they my, were. this is before. This before that. No, y'all don't know what y'all fucking talking about. No, I'm like be, between '98 and like '01, eBay was a fucking thing for custom kicks. I was on it. Yeah, but that wasn't a general thing, G. I'm just saying that the G Nike thing existed like everywhere. Like everybody was wearing them. Like they were a very popular shoe. 
They weren't. Well, I'm trying to tell you is what they were explaining of. It was not that popular. <laughs> That's because they were so they were so cheap before they that dog. They they're saying that they didn't raise that price officially because until after Nelly until oh, after yeah. Nelly because they were yeah. forced to be because they they I were a fifty dollar shoe yeah and that's the and that's the whole point that nigga was saying fifty nine ninety nine yeah you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. for the most part it was a fifty dollar shoe and a lot of other parts in the South were not wearing this shoe it wasn't a thing for them and all I'm trying to represent it be like nigga we had songs about the shit. It was a thing for us before the Air us, Force us, One. Yeah, yes, sure. that was my. I'm, re- yeah, I'm yeah. only only speaking on New. I can't speak nowhere else but New Orleans. Wait, 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 so wait, what does New York call them? Because Air is- Force Ones is what they always so- call them. Because Nelly said somebody from New York put him on it. Like and that's Lame. what he said. He he, had, he, had, he, he he was like he only saw New York niggas doing it. He was like the South. We was only doing like Reeboks and K Swiss and Feli. We weren't doing we Reeboks, K Swiss and, and, and Feli. K K Swiss. I can't really speak for that in here. Like in. Our town, but it was definitely like Feelize and Reese and G Nights. Shell toes a little bit, but you know some shit. But bit, like, but y'all, like box for sure. But and you know, and even um, Charlemagne was saying, well, Carolina, they was wearing um, G Nights too, and they called them something. Well, he didn't call them G Nights, but I can't oh, get that. Nikes? I can't get G Nike out of my vernacular. That's how deep G Nikes is in our culture. But see, the thing is, like, but Charlemagne said, North Carolina, North Carolina, they didn't call them G Nikes. What they call them? Something see, else. When I was, when I was uh, in Mississippi. They called them gangster nights. And so I was like, okay, then we just cut the gangster out and just kept it G. They got that right. from us. <laughs> we like you, I'm telling you all like we was on the call. That's what I feel the like G was what we called them. I feel like gangster nights could have gangster been like, nights is what they were calling them before they called them G nights. G, that's what I'm saying. We, it was we never called them that here though. It was always just the Whenever G, when I was a little a cat and I asked him up like what the G stood for, an old head told me gangster. But they didn't call them gangster nights like in like a regular but like point, conversation. But somebody so, from Mississippi could have had that same conversation with their New Orleans cousin. My point is Mississippi, if anything, was trading from our situation because yeah. the old head told me mm-hmm. it stood for gangster. Even if mm-hmm. we didn't call it gangster, that's what he said it stood for. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, so it's not like a Mississippi nigga said, oh, that's what we no, a nigga in New Orleans was, was selling me. Oh no, he no. called them gangster nights too. I think it's like a crippling blood thing when it comes to the forces like like other places like we we popularized in New Orleans our phrase for calling it what we wanted to. But I think like gangster night has is a universal phrase that like was all around. It was not is what the, that conversation. So. It was not nah, is nah, what I'm trying no. to tell you. Was that what they talked about? They called them forces, Air Force Ones. You know, what I'm saying like, it was not the talk. That, that gangster shit was a purely. I wish I could talk to another nigga from the south and thing. ask him. I just want to ask him, right, what were y'all calling G nights? In your current time and state of mind, I know for the longest when I say G nights around anybody not from New Orleans, they be like what. But when you, uh-huh. when you burn it up, what did they say That's it true. was? He's like, they, oh, you t- and they'll say them Air, yeah. call them Air Force Ones. They didn't even call them that in Texas. Like in Texas, they call them Force. Nikes. Air Force Ones and Forces. Or Nikes. Yeah. Or Nikes. Or just Nikes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But my whole grip, but like I said, I can't, and I will not speak for no place else but New Orleans because that Granite. nigga said our name. He yeah, said, Granite. he said they weren't wearing them. He said they weren't wearing them no Florida. They weren't wearing them New Orleans. Oh, that's what he, he said. New Orleans? He said New Orleans? Okay, well, now, nah, fuck all that. That, that nigga named... First, nah, first he said... He that. said, first he said, not in the south of the Midwest. Uh-huh. Then he said... Then he started name dropping... Then he specifically He New started Orleans. name dropping him. New Orleans oh, yeah. one of them. Fuck you for and that. And that, nah. that made New Orleans stand up and be like, hold up, G. Nah. I give Puppy you... Breaks. I give you... You made him famous everywhere else. Okay. I give you maybe... Maybe other parts in the south they weren't... Because the thing is, they're a shoe. So, of course, they existed everywhere. Yeah. Of course, other parts of the South bought them as well. But as far as culture, G Nights was part of our fix. You know what I mean? After, yeah. after, yeah. After, about it, you know what I'm saying? After T's, and Reeds, everybody went to G's. Right. Like, that was the next thing. Because yeah. when, when Classics and Soldiers got lame, everybody was on G Nights. 
Z-Nikes, 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 Z-Nikes. They had a song right. before Air Force Ones. I mean, when he dropped the song, we was confused like, damn, Nelly biting us. And then what the fuck is an Air right. Force One? Yeah, right, right. I didn't right. know I was going to shoot. I didn't know I was going to shoot. We never paid attention to that. So, never like, paid attention to that. white pair of G-Nikes, you heard me? Low top. Yeah. G-Nikes. Give me the ultra high top black G-Nikes, you heard me? G-Nikes. The extra high tops. Low top pearly whites. G-Nikes. The pearly white. Cocaine white. Thank you. I feel like I don't know. I don't know that shoe as any other name. Air Force right. Ones. That we dropped that. Yeah, you like. And it was years later too when we like. Yeah, Whoa. that was way after the fact. Whoa, like, like, we've been wearing these shoes for a long I call time. Them, yo. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Okay, I guess. You yeah, know what I'm saying. I think that by that time we was like niggas still rocking for us, but we was like we won't be in the apes and shit like that. We ain't even like talking about G Nikes like it was. No, G Nikes like, never. Dog, G Nikes was was popular then too. Nah, they know that. Wait, wait, wait. When when Nelly dropped Air Force Ones, everyone. Everywhere still was still wearing yeah, jeans. They were still wearing jeans. Yeah, they were still wearing. That was in the fuck. That was 05, 06. Man. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, see, you see, in, in my era, 05, of, 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 of yeah, my generation. After Katrina, we were still wearing for us. The people in my generation, that was like, it was starting to become a decline. Like, you saying that, but the sales don't, my G. <laughs> That's the whole deal. 05, like, 06, I was still buying whites as like a just. They, they, I gotta have a. G Nikes became uh, like the, the de- it was like a default it's shoe. A default yeah, that's, shoe. that's what I'm saying. Like it was like it was like it was like Converse. It was like so you can't call it a decline if it's a default. It's the one that you Ooh, always had right. in your closet you and then you bought it. elsewhere. Well, decline, These days, like, Jordans are the default shoe. Decline, yeah. Like, you? Still expensive though. It's the most expensive. Yeah, but it's like all the kids have Jordans now. When we were coming up, you all the Jordan, kids had fucking G Nikes. All the fucking privileged kids had Jordans. You're, you you had to be you don't have to even be privileged no more. Oh oh two. I'm sorry. Oh Air Force One's dropping O two. So we were definitely wearing right, yeah, G Nikes. Yeah, we were wearing those. All right, all right, O two. Come on. I give you O two. So like yeah, but like now you don't think be privileged to have Jordans. Like, I mean, when we was young, yeah, if you had Jordans, that yeah. was the kids from the east. Yeah, that's all the kids. Had the Jordans, all the hood kids who are like fucking drug dealers. Yeah, right. Hustling ass people like damn. So you, you always stay with the newest shoes. Bro, parents just had terrible spending habits. Or or, but fuck dog, I never had a. Your average person didn't have Jordans. Fuck no. Every kid on every student I got got Jordans. Now it's become the G Nike. It's the that's the G Nike. Is the DG ball tennis shoe? Because they got they got sixty dollars Jordans now. But the thing is, if you're still trying to keep up with what's going on in new Jordans, them bitches still about to run your pockets heavy, dog. Bro, that's the thing about them bitches. I don't never when they, I don't know when they're ever gonna come down. But you know what? Nobody's they're never gonna come down. Because no. as long as they got new basketball stars, because new remember how new basketball stars had their own shoe. Now new basketball stars got their own shoe in the Jordan brand. I mean that's true. Oh, yes. And I was just gonna piggyback off something that Nelly was saying. Technically, with the fact that. Um, the fucking shoe never went down. The price never went back. Never went down. It's still ninety dollars for a pair of G Nikes. Fuck out of here. So technically, that shoe ain't out. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not decline. Decline. Ref- not decline forces you to have to lower the price because no one's buying it. That's not a cheap shoe, nigga. Eighty nine dollars still. When you no, that still was there. Nigga used to wonder why it used to be fifty six dollars because it was a good, it was a good shoe. It was comfortable. It wasn't good for basketball, sports, and all that shit. I mean, I can't speak on the material at all that. I'm just look, laughing. I'm just laughing. At the end of the day, all I'm going back to is, no, Nelly, you're wrong. <laughs> That's all I got That's to all say. That matters, really. That's all I got. No, Nelly, you're wrong. Sorry, dude. It, it was so much a part of our culture, we made songs about it. So, I, again, other parts of the South, maybe people warm sometimes. But when it's a part of your culture, the fact that you make a song, oh, yeah. You 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 didn't put us on shit. No. <laughs> you didn't put us on shit in 2002. You talking about 98, you getting customs. Two, and that's nothing that Nelly was talking about. The custom, the the concept of the custom G Nike 
didn't start until Air Force Ones for the rest of the country. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. But in New Orleans, we always still was fighting our way because we trying to be fresher than the next man. Right. Son, what? I'm about to say, we, we were custom bitches before they was even thinking about getting custom. They started making websites and having specialty stores and shit for it no, after the popularity of yeah, the shit. song. Yeah. But like you just said, niggas was hustling to do that anyway here. You dig? So I'm like, you you, ain't, you better put respect on the G-Night. I remember they got Paintbrush G-Nights before Paintbrush really hit the scene in New Orleans. Niggas had them bitches on, on like on butter, all in the back of that shit was butter, clean, crisp, smooth, man. Remember Sacconis? Oh, yeah. I, I, I had me some. Yeah. <laughs> I had me some Sacconis, just They did come back. I saw somebody talking about it recently, but when I saw that, I, it made me like be like, wow, because when we was young, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the high Sacconis school shit. Rock. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, that just made me think. We was thinking about the different like shoes that we had back Man, in the day. The shoe that was in my era that was real popping that came up with me was a uh, Creative Recreations. I what? Know what, those what are. the fuck is a Creative Recreations? Creative Rex was some dope ass shoes, son. You sure that wasn't just a math and science shit? No, son. <laughs> oh, hey, man, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> Let me tell you, the only niggas I saw Creative Rex dog was niggas with exclusive fashion, dog. Like them niggas, like those are niggas that was on shit before anybody else was on it. Creative Rex was a nice. It was like, how can I say? Remember LRG? Yep. It was like it was like the shoe. Of, it was like the LRG of shoes. I it was like a cool ass brand that people fucked with, but only certain people you saw really buying it. A lot of it, you know what I'm saying. But everybody had at least one pair. Creative Rex, Creative Rex, and what else? Apes. I grew up, I grew up in the bathing ape time. I didn't like bathing apes though. I think them shoes were too like it was too shiny for me, too flashy. It was so. These Creative Rex look like a knockoff of somebody else's shoes. That's fucked up. I mean, I'm looking at it. Yeah, they look like someone else's shoes. Like yeah. these are creative recreation. Like don't they oh, look? They oh, look like like that's I can. A, that's some new shit. That would. I feel like I can get these shoes from other brands. These same yeah. styles. Like no, that, that, that's like the bootleg. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Look at that big Jordan. Let me tell you something. That's because the motherfuckers at home they went out of business. That's a bootleg luxury kicks, dog. That's bootleg luxury kicks, dog. That ain't what we used to wear with the creative Rex, son. I don't know what the fuck that is. So it's gonna be this thick, dog. I don't know what so the fuck that is. It's a big joint. It's a big joint. And I don't know where that come from. Because we, we didn't have that. I'm telling you. Is they got bought out and sold out, son. Is that... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that, that, that was it. That says every dress color, Brock. I'm sorry. That's, that's right. Okay, that's right. Okay, recreation. But the rest All of them right. still do look like it. That's creative recreation. That, that look like a Nike. That like a uh, Balenciaga shoe. Come that. on, is that yeah. other ones still do? But some of these designs came out before a lot of these other designs hey, like hit. They just they, they weren't popular. As that shit trash. They were so big that nobody heard them but your with your squad, <laughs> with, your, with your generation of people. We name it shit that you heard of every we heard of. You name shit like no no, just me and my section of all the niggas I grew up with. Yeah, right. We was all creative right. recreations. <laughs> Boy. That's our G Nike. Back to the Bays and Apes that everybody know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when Babes was a thing and Bays and Apes, and apparently that was different. Really? Or something. I thought it was the same thing. I thought it was too, until somebody tried to be too smart and be like, well, this is the difference between a Bays and Ape uh, and a Babe. All that shit was no, like, that's coming from the same well, source. I, thought, I definitely thought they were the same brand. It's from the, the thing is, it was from the same people, same but. Company. Yeah, same parent company, but. One, it was just, it was technically two different names of two different things. Okay. But it was so. Nigga, okay. Nigga, this is like, what you saying, Keith? The same fucking parent company, nigga. It's going to the same pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so stop fucking with Bain me. Bathing Ape and Bait. Hey. <laughs> the name of Bathing Ape? What the fuck out of here, man? Fuck out of here. I was dumb, but you, you know, fashion people get specific about this they shit, yo. I understand that, because I mean, there are differences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Fair I, enough. I, even though a lot of people rock them, I did not care for Reeboks. 
I was not a fan of Reebok, dog. I was looking at that shit like Reeboks was never a fan for me. I like Reebok soldiers then. Only Reebok I ever fucked with was the pumping up Reebok. You grew up in the age where the only Reebok people accepted was Iversons, though. What years were you in middle school and high school? Cause like yeah, Reeboks was sh- that's the, that's when the he by the time he hit middle school, Reeboks was shot here. Yeah, yeah, it was, Gina, it was Central. Yeah, it was shot by the time he was in middle school. When 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 I was in middle school it was like when they started phasing out. Cause yeah. I'm in, I'm in middle school in '98. 97, 98, I'm in middle school. Yeah, and nah, that's when... G-Max around, about, I'm going to say about Levi's. 2000, about 2000, ain't about nobody in New Orleans on Reeboks. You was lame if you wore Reeboks by uh-huh. 2000. Like, yeah. they, like, they soldiers, no matter what it was, unless you was fucking in bad rules or you was a real hood nigga that people wouldn't tell shit to. Yeah, if you was if a young cat... you wearing them, you was the last of them. Yup. What was the year Jabos got lame? Uh, mm-hmm. Before 2001. I feel like... Oh, anybody, I feel like we were rocking that all the way to... I feel like Katrina... Phased like a lot of shit out. I feel like that Jabo's Attic Katrina. Nah, I ain't seen no Jabo's Attic Katrina. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, wait, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 you might have you might have a few Take the fucking straps away. Right. right. You might have a few hanging rods still in 03. But by Katrina, y'all, it was it was a dead situation. Y'all remember Echo? I remember Echo. Middle school Echo was still a thing. I remember it. I thought it was trash though. I never saw Echo that I liked. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw some Just Echo me. I liked. I'm so echo. Y'all got to remember too. Like I saw a lot of shit because I went to McMain and we didn't wear uh, uniforms and and so that was like. Every day, they got to come with something. South Pole, Iceberg. That's, that seemed like all middle school shit. It's funny that your ass, Iceberg, is be fucking clean. Yep. Fucking Rockwell. I remember Rockwell hit the scene. I hate that, Rockwell. Oh, I love Rockwell. Oh, Rockwell had a run. Like that boy, I Rockwell had a run. If you ran yeah. Rockwell, you was that nigga, yeah. you hear me? I had Rockwell. You had to have yeah. some Rockwell. I, Rockwell. I just didn't like it. I, it was just a I remember like... I didn't like fat form. I mean, just like once again, being in a school where there's no uniforms... And you you find yourself trying to keep up, and you're like I'm like like especially me with my first couple of years. At a point, you just find your swag. If I don't give a fuck about a label, I'm gonna make whatever whatever I want. Flip flip. If I get a label, cool. If I don't, I don't. But when you like 12, seven and eight grade, you just you know you trying to bust in this shit. Yeah, and you, my so nigga, Rockwell, like, Carl Kanai, South Pole, fucking smooth. Yeah, I told oh, you some shit too to all that controversy. Yeah. Well, I didn't grow up in the age where anybody was wearing here figure. We was wearing it. We was wearing it in elementary. Only for a very short time. Elementary. Racist shit had happened. I, well, well the, the thing is, that wouldn't have been a rumor, but that rumor hit hard. And by like by yeah. my seventh grade year, I think my seventh grade year was the last time I saw Tommy Hill figure hard up. Yeah, even if it was a rumor, that bitch caught on. It caught on hard. That bitch yeah. took a wave. And yeah. it, 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 it took out Hill figure for it's back now. Hill figure still, yeah. you know. But Hill figure took a lick in Hill the black figure, community. Yeah, he he the Hill nigga. <laughs> Tommy Hill nigga. He said they had all the jokes. Yep. And all the jokes. I I was I went to a school that was dressed down mm-hmm. like you could like wherever you want, and uh, that room. Oh, so far that <laughs> it showed me how much the white tea game was really important. Well, again, you lucked up on that because of my generation. <laughs> you feel because boy, boy, I remember by high by nineteen grade by high school, tall tees, bitch. Yeah. Boy, full locker. Boy, that was the saving grace, bitch. You just get a tee and some nice jeans and some some accessories. Oh my goodness! Fresh, I was, you like was an good. Up the block. That was when I first started going to the clubs, and you could really go clubbing in like a white t-shirt and just like a pair of fresh jeans. And fresh some jeans, kicks. or fresh kicks. That fucking shades, t-shirt like was shades. so thick. Or headband, or fitted, or something. <laughs> that you t-shirt is so straight. fucking thick, and like like you say, your jeans gotta be nice, the shoes gotta be nice, and your accessories gotta yeah, be like on point. Everything else has to be very nice, you know. What it's because it, right. that white gonna make everything pop out. Yeah. I mean, I went. I had all the colors. I just get the pants. I stay white. I just stay white. Stay white. That nigga Deuce couldn't wear white. Cause his mama, cause it was looked at as a drug dealer shirt. I mean, so he only wear the black. I mean, fuck. 
I, yeah, I guess so. I ain't gonna fuck. Because it did become a that. <laughs> well, it, it, it did become that. Oh, it was kind of already. Because no, it's not Kim said it became that. It was already. That's the way hip hop go. It was already that. Yeah. It's just then the mainstream want the. The mainstream always want to mimic the hood with the hood been doing. So it was like, I can't even say it became that. No, we were doing it. Yeah. The hood was doing it, and mainstream made it popular. They fucking made it lame, but they made it just too big. I mean, yeah. I can't. It, just, it was a style of the point because, like I said, it went from the regular size white tee to the everybody's went all big. color tall tees. Nigga, do y'all remember the motherfucking platinum fat album Fubu fits? Yeah, that was my iceberg time. That's yeah. my advice to love that shit, especially when they had the other sweats. Yeah, the fat album on the back of that bitch, dog. Fat button in the game was some shit. When I first got that shit, I copped that shit, son. I was like 11 years old. That's all like the iceberg swag, basically. But some shit didn't have long runs. Nah. Like certain shit, like still around. I'm surprised too. But he, when he sold it, when he sold it, that's what ended it. Cause he, when he sold it, he did. That's when he wiped his hands of it. If Jigga would have stayed associated with it, it'd still be popping. Cause Jigga is Jigga. Sean John was cool. Sean, yeah, it's still around on the slick. But Sean John had a run. They had a run. It was like model esque on some level. They had a run. Even if you didn't like everything he had, Sean John had a run. G. He had some nice things. For real. And I, I, he's still making money off Sean John. Did he, boy? What a nice name. Sean John, it's kind of French. Yeah, he that was, <laughs> that was smooth, Sean John. Like that was smooth why he did that. He got some nice ass cologne. They they, um, they thought about that for sure. Fucking right. What can we use with your name, P Diddy? Huh, Sean? I'm trying to think of uh, what other like old like shit died out. I DKNY. think Lot Twenty Nine. I remember Lot Twenty Nine. Remember DKNY. Damn. Oh. But like I said, but like I think the truth the truth of the matter is like some people they love the labels, but I think you really find yourself when. You can make you could go to fucking Walmart if you wanted and take something and go to fucking Target and not Target uh TJ Maxx if you want and find mm-hmm. something. You yeah, can flip some shit. Anything, if, it's all in how you swagging and what you put together. Whether it's how how it's yeah. the how how, it's you, the how. how you how you assemble. You know what I mean? That fashion shit just coming to like those people care about, of course, the material of things and all the threads and all that and all that. Fair enough. And that's great. Do your fashion. thing. That's art. That's its I own like that. art. Fair enough. It's its own art. But you know what I mean. I think we talk about this in the hood oftentimes, dog. Like when you 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 gonna rub them two nickels together and figure out how to get your fucking treasure either way. Huh. What? How to make a dollar out of fifteen cents? So, yeah, man. Like I'm talking about. Hell yeah, y'all. Yeah. But, but welcome to the show. Was you have something else to say, son? I was gonna say maybe think about that black as fuck episode, the very very first episode about like niggas being fly to be is a sense of acceptance. Uh yeah, man. Uh, when they were talking about the origins of how presentability. How presentability uh, uh, determined value, and they went. They, yeah, when they're talking about even how even the slave time, how the slave masters used to dress up their slaves to to like stunt, <laughs> like look how my slave looks swaggier than your slave, mm-hmm. and then that put the modicum in the black community of oh like the fresher you are, the better you are. Yeah, and is as that where it came from? That's what they were talking about. They like they had they show. Cause that's one great thing about black is fuck blacky up that I really do like in a lot most of the episodes. They have this historic. They they find an excuse at some point to, to throw give, that bitch in to the give story. you an historic slant and even they'll make fun of it while they're giving you the real like that like, so it's like oh yeah we about to kind of give you a message but we about to be in on the joke of the message but guess what we're telling it's, you the real still a message though. still a, we ain't giving you false information message <laughs> message but we going like they 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 craft it into the script in a way that you don't feel preached to as much and it's pretty cool i can appreciate the uh historical relevance of knowing that you know part of that comes from Slavery. Why nigga always got to be shy? But on the opposite end of it, I, I also think, just as a person that's into fashion, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look fresh. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But some things, from for certain people, 
can of, of like you talking about the mentality of giving your last just to look presentable. Oh no, that's something else. Or to think that your worth is based upon how, how you, you look, how yeah. you not. Nah, that's something else. That's what that's what he's talking about. Like yeah. that's what it leads to. It's not just the simple fact of oh, want to look fresh. That's, that's all I'm saying. Want to look yeah. fresh ain't the deal. It's, just just like that by itself. You but know, there's some like, truth to society a, that like people will treat you better based on what you look like. I mean that's true. That's just, that's there's certain norms that society has all agreed upon. But like you know, what I mean the whole the whole it's it's really hard up in the black community of respectability po- politics of you better speak your best, you better dress your best, mm-hmm. and you go to that same spot and that white dude just wearing a t shirt and some fucking shorts and, and he being comfy, comfy. Mm-hmm. But we feel like we have to do dun 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 at every freaking moment, and that's yeah. that's what the episode is really speaking yeah, to. Of we we that. put so much power into it, yeah, that they don't. To them, it's like fashion. It's like, what's oh, some cool to do? A hobby almost. Or yeah. cool, cool, cool. Sometimes for us, it's like, oh my God. If it, I don't wear this, I can't go. <laughs> I can't go. Yeah, like, I can't have an go. experience if I'm not yeah, fresh. That's when you're giving it way too much weight. Yo. You know? Like, live your life, bro. Live your life, bro. Now, there's people yeah. who want to get fresh in this quarantine. And I understand you want to get fresh because you like you like to take care of yourself. And, you know, that's one way. But also, some people are getting fresh just because, like, they on social media and they gotta they gotta stay apart. So they go into doing the most to get their nails and hair done. That's a that's an ego thing. Yeah, and they got levels to that. That's a whole other. Yeah, that's, that's a whole, like a whole other, other thing. thing. But I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I understand the relevance of what you're saying. Yes. But that attaches to like what you said, something else too. There's <laughs> other yeah. things. But yeah, bro. Um, yeah, dog. It's fun to me. It's just be funny at times looking at the root of a thing. Yeah. Even if even if the thing has both positive and negative outputs, the root of a thing is always like, damn, that's where that came from, huh? Or that's what may have attributed to it. Because even even that slice of historical thing about the slave masters is still only a part. Right, it's only a it's, part. But I never thought be, about that part. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. You know what I mean? It's still is of course there's other stimuli and there's other things. It's it's not the whole story. But like you said, I never thought that about that part. I didn't think, and that's so human to want to. Yeah. You have you, and it's so fucking fucked up, but it's so fucking human and evil at the same time. Of like, you, to them, slaves were like how we are with our cars. I was like, mm-hmm. it was shit. It was something to stunt with. So of course, when you go out to meet the mother, it's like, wow, we were that much of property that they would not dress us up so we could feel good. Right. Dress us up so, so they could feel, feel good. good. And that is that that like that dude. It's so trippy when you think you've learned everything about that topic and you still find more complexities and more just parts about how slavery. Just things about slavery, like but like two what things say, about, like, about things about slavery that I never knew, and how it affects us now that I never knew. Both of it. It's trippy. What about to say? They say that what? No, no, no. I was just gonna say that you know it's the old adage that nobody knows everything about everything. Oh, that's impossible. You know, even the ultra experts don't know everything about their one field that they may have studied. Yeah, but some, like, some things feel you like always learn something new. Some know? things I feel like like that one. I feel like damn, how did that miss me out of all the things I didn't caught? But it's just it's one of those it's things. Very, it's very it's a, a dense topic. Yeah. Like we're talking about four hundred years of Plus. of so much shit. Right. That that you gotta that you that, that you unpack it. Limited documentation. Limited documentation. And that's another thing too, when you have limited documentation, some shits will still exist, but you gotta go almost go to the recesses and the corners to find the, the, the information out itself. So some of that information might be new to the zeitgeist. Right. And that's why we didn't learn it when we were younger. It go back to what we often talk about on this podcast in general of part of being all part of being a responsible adult honestly is being open to new information. Because totally there's agree. always new information. 
Right. And a lot of us get so stuck on what we were taught as this is the truth and this will always be the truth and that's the biggest con. I would I would I would say the majority of us do. Like that is a very difficult thing for people to do in general to accept new info, like to like possibly have to change something that defines them. Cause like so many things about life like defines people, like it makes them who they fucking are. And they get complacent. To, yeah. yeah. To like challenge anything like that. Yeah, moral fiber. You're trying to rip their fucking soul out, literally. For some right. Yep. Literally, yep. though. No, no like, so you're telling me everything about me is a lie? Right. Or something that not some, even is, if it's not a lie, it's not worthy of what it was. It needs to be, it can be it's something that needs to be better. And unfortunately, and unfortunately that's that's an unfortunate perspective when yeah. that's not the deal. It's right. not it's, it's just unfortunate. It's not even that what you were taught is a lie. What you were taught we found more about. Mm-hmm. Or we might have found that it was untrue and it, like cause sometimes when you talk like we talk about lies the other day, they got all kinds of lies. There's lies of omission, there's mercy lies that you might do because mm-hmm. you want to spare somebody from somebody. There's lies with evil intent. And you know, sometimes it might be a lie by definition but the person telling it didn't know it was an untruth you know what i mean so there's so much to it like when we talk about sexuality and we talk like that one opens up a whole bevy of quote-unquote lies because we taught this is what it is black and white and now in 2020 we've learned oh no not only is the 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 conversation of sexuality not black and white it's never been yeah we just was taught wrong shit because of what was the status quo of the time and every generation has taught the status quo of the time and unfortunately the status quo of the time is a little bit worse <laughs> you know what i mean there's always some growth that needs to be the done you go back the worse it is on certain things you know what i'm saying like the further you go back in certain societies it gets really bad that's, think really, that's, what, that's what i'm about to say that's within every society and literally everything so like the egyptians and the Samaritans like, had some going on Every every first of anything like just has to evolve and change over over fucking time, dude. And evolution is a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. Yeah. But fuck evolution, motherfuckers like like nigga ain't asking you to evolve from a human being to a giant. Nigga asking you to just like to really just stop cussing women out and raping them. It's still evolution. It's still evolution. We still talking about cultural evolution. We're not just talking. I feel like I feel like some that's some spiritual dog. Evolution is the word still. Spiritual evolution. evolution. Do you know how much? Spirituality has evolved over the years. Like even that in and of itself is not like a static like, thing. So like, like all of this shit is constantly changing. Constant change. Constantly changing. More information. And then you and then but like we spoke about this previously. When you get to the when the internet struck and information was, was way, able to go at light speed. Oh God. So there's a lot of information that should have been gone at light speed decades ago that we're just centuries. That we're just <laughs> happening across, you know right. what I'm saying? That we're just finding out, you know what I mean? And when that's part of, like, like the generations to come now that this is how we get information, oh my God. I'm afraid, not afraid, but I'm very, I would, I would love to meet curious. my great, great grandkid. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm like, don't tell me nothing about my life, but I just want to know what's going on. How is, how is the world yeah. fucking 200 years from now? Are, you we, know what I'm are, saying? We, are we even here? Nigga, what's going on? Did we fucking make it or did we kill each other? Gee. No, we didn't. The robots did. Oh, don't get me started. Well, we had to restart all over uh-uh, again. I don't, you know, y'all know how I am about them robots. <laughs> Welcome to the Fly With Bats podcast, <laughs> episode 97. Side A. Hey, baby. It's that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me at Martin Bats Bradford on Facebook, on Googles, but everywhere else at Mr. Bats. Spell that Mr. Outer. You're going to find another cat. That's usual. I'm here with my brothers. Hello. It's your boy, D-Mac. And you can catch me on Instagram, FrenchBraid.Kid. And check out my clothing brand, at your dig brand, hottest shit in the land. And uh, <laughs> you dig. And um, you can also follow me on Facebook, at Devin M. McCoy, where I will make you laugh from time to time. But yeah, I'm present too. 
Whoa, nah. Fresh out of our world. Master of the Shadow Realm. This your boy, Alpha Joe. Fresh out of the gumbo. Still deep in the room. And if you're out, out in the streets, streets and you're looking for me, me, you can find me on IG, Alpha Joe, no E, 504, Facebook, Joseph Alpha Man Pines. And we still out here social distancing. You dig? Make sure you cop one. And like, it is what it is. We on side eight. Fuck it. 97. 97 side eight. We in this bitch. We already been talking and running. Load this motherfucker. You heard? Oh, I'm cursing. Welcome to the potty hit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the potty my potty hit podcast. It's we in the building. You. All I heard was, all I saw was Dean Charles' face when I said that. You said Dean Charles' face. Um, welcome to the show, y'all. As usual, man, we start this thing off with that starter section. The starter right. section is where we get to certain hot topics that's been going on outside in these in these uh, internet streets, these social media streets, these news streets. You know, we keep it light on Saturday, so you know we try at least. Yeah. After the starter section, we get into that bats nerd out moments. Mm-hmm. Well, my boys, let me you know nerd out a bit on some things. After that bats nerd out moment, we get into that Joe Sports. Sports. Fuck yeah. We have some sports. Well, I say how you know when Joe talk about sports, but Joe come with the sports talk and I come with the sports tea, you hear me? And then we holler at y'all in the next couple of well, it's not the next couple of couplers. We really tell y'all to turn over that side B. Yeah, side, side B. B. Side B over. coming. Face. Yeah, it's who face some those who know the America, some no harm. Bitch, I know you're lying. And that hero highlight on that side B. But right now on side A of 97, man, before we get into our things, we gotta pull out that scroll. Hear ye! Here the scroll is when we shout out podcasts that we fuck with and most importantly that also fuck, fuck with us. Such as the Your 30 podcast with the homie Arrogant Observer Lawrence J. Weber Jr., the Black Actopedia, mm-hmm. and my dog, Marty Edwards 504. Marty Edwards, your favorite host. What's up, Marty? What up, Marty? Damn. Marty. You, he, he said something to you recently, Joe, because I think because you called him a sidekick. Damn, I was gonna call my socket this time, but I said, you know what, I'm not. Damn. But now they said they something. said something on the show about you, and I forgot what it was because I remember the bulk of their they last episode was talking about uh, Lawrence tripping out on that fucking edible. You know, you usually don't remember what socket <laughs> Lawrence. Said story. Man. Lawrence. Yeah, go so, check out the Your Thirty podcast and check out the full Lawrence side. Uh, me and me and Marty kind of talked about it. It just know that you know my dog. He hate the he hit the ooey gooey edible and he had Marty over there holding his hand while I was on three way on the fucking speakerphone consoling and you know my that dog had a trip. Ooey gooey made him ooey gooey. It made him ooey gooey. But turned him to ooey gooey. Oh Lord, take me Lord. But uh, but he bounced back though. It's like you know because like yeah, everybody eat something. Somebody should have told that nigga eat something. Not even just eat something. It's just some like. You gotta, you gotta fucking stick your toe in the water, bro. You gotta ride the fucking ride. Also, that's just what it is. Cause yeah. sometimes you know, like you, sometimes you might, you might maybe didn't eat. Maybe you don't have, to have enough water. Maybe somebody gave you something too potent for them, what you could handle physically. Whatever it is, when, it, when once you step on the ride, you gotta Should ride that bitch. Handles come down. You got. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. You gotta ride it. You gotta ride, you gotta ride it. it, dog. So you know the homie learned that lesson, and you know, about, like I said, after the first hour or two, he was good, talkative, high as fuck. So you know, I me mean, worked out eventually. It's just that first hour and a half for that first two hours was just it, it was too high in potency for the dog. Yeah, that edible make you break out in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, it could cause panic attacks. I'm like, yeah, now nah, I've been, I've, yeah. I've been with people who've had bad trips yeah. and I've had bad trips. So I got to tell. I had to fucking um, I had to fucking assure him like, dog, 
almost anybody that you talk to has probably had their own bad experience or have been close with, close with someone who's had a bad experience. You shouldn't feel embarrassed, especially yeah, since right. you're not a smoker or a nigga who yeah, does. Right. This ain't your right. lane. Yeah. Probably yeah. too much. You probably was way out your lane. Real talk, not everything, even with the real smokers, going to eat it all like that. They know what's happening. You got to yeah. pace yourself because you don't know. Like I was saying, I said this on the, on the review on that show, dog. You, some people, you don't know what, how much people put what in, in what. You right. might get this big ass cookie that didn't hit you at all. Right. You might get this small sliver of a cake that had everything in it. Right. You know I what always me? do half and I smoke a lot. Bro. You know what I'm Any edible I kick, like I'm doing like a quarter to a half of it just to check it. You got to peep it. I'm not going to lie. You got to peep and pace. But I'm prepared to go to sleep in 30 minutes. You got to peep and pace, dog. <laughs> you know, if it ain't that strong, it's going to. Leave it it yeah. might, but once again, for some people, if their yeah, potency too high, they can't get to sleep. They don't knock them out. Yeah, they yeah, they don't knock them out. It, it, oh no, I'm me. And that's what's happening with Lawrence because I was right. telling him I was like, son, once you get to sleep, you're gonna be. If you could get to a point of sleep, you're gonna be you're, good. You're perfect. Right? Or if you if you want to having to throw up, just throw up. Like that that there's certain you know get it out your system. But I threw up before. I mean, they got all kind of shit, I man. I on weed, smoke like too much bleed, but that's a lot of Reggie I'm smoking. It's not even just that it's Reggie. Like the thing about that is, um, that's like a hangover. Hangovers is really just a point of dehydration. So, like, if you you can get dehydrated severely if you have too much weed in the setting, it's no like water, no, no water, no nothing. You could that's, that's just your body reacting to nigga. You drive me the fuck out. Okay. You heard me. So, you know, weed hangover is a thing. But I remember like just having to go to the hospital with a motherfucker a couple of times off edible and learning that all they're gonna do is give you something for like like for anxiety and hook you to an IV and put you and say lay down. And nah, just let you really ain't gonna be doing that. Just giving you water, son. It's all it is. They just hydrating you and let you sleep. You paying all that money to go to the hospital to be hydrated right. and sleep. Just stay at your fucking house. And they gonna charge you for that. They will charge you. And trust so me, you will not be the. Dallas? You will not, don't. You will not be the first person in history to die from an edible. Just ride the uncomfortable ass wave. Right. That's what I kept telling Lawrence. Just ride the wave, my G. Trust You're not me. Not about to be the first one to die. You're not gonna die. You're just tripping right now. Trust me. If you die, it won't be because of the edible. <laughs> <laughs> because your stupid ass mind and tripped off somewhere getting paranoid. Nah, dude, you're, out, you're not gonna die from paranoia right. either. What is that? Shit. What just happened? Shit. What your just happened? Body is you're not, not gonna, gonna die from, from paranoia. From any of this stuff, G. You can't literally scare yourself to death. But my dude, he, he had his ride. It was it was an experience. And the thing is, I'm glad he did, he came out the other end not being traumatized. He's like, I'll give it another shot. I just gotta watch myself. That's cool. And yeah. I was like, right, cool. cool. You didn't become a little bitch by it. <laughs> Let's see, Shouts out, what's, an, what's another podcast? The, the On The Lake podcast. On The Lake. God damn. Chelsea Dob, me, Rel the protagonist, Sleeping Beauty, and Frankie Cola. Shout out to all of them, man. They've been supporting your dick brain like a motherfucker, bro. I really appreciate you, girls. Good, good, yeah, good, good. Always, hey, so, uh, ladies. Gung-ho. We'll figure this out, podcast. J-Skills, Kiki, Leader to God. Still no word on if they make new episodes, but check out their back catalog. The Misses in the Mic podcast, Sugar Assassin Sarcasm podcast, 50420 podcast, the Home Video Hustle, Home Video Hustle podcast, the Nerd Shit, Nerd Shit. podcast, the Peanut Gallery, the Danny Rant podcast, the Peanut Gallery podcast, the Danny Rant podcast, and lastly, of course, the Living Millennial podcast. In the 2000s kind of world, you better have your fucking hand sanitized. You hear it, man? That's what goes down on these podcast streets. Fuck with him. Um, Lawrence was just on a podcast, and I told her I was going to give her the listen. I haven't listened to her podcast yet, but I'll shout it out anyway. Uh, it's called the Self-Aware Millennial Podcast. Okay. All right. That's the name of it. Lawrence let me know if I'm fucking it up, but 
Yeah, she seemed like a cool chick. She sent me she sent me a message personally, like, you know, check it out. And I think it was the one that Launch was on too, so Okay. But I didn't yet, but I will. And this is me uh shouting you out that I will be the, a man of my work. Th- yeah, this this is me holding myself accountable. So like, okay, now I'm on record. <laughs> now I gotta do it. So ninety seven side B, if I haven't mentioned this shit. You can call me a flunker. Yeah, I need to. I, you know, I like new podcasts, especially from my perspective, especially from the city. You know, you but really uh, in general, just ahead, you like you a podcast ass nigga. Like before we even start podcasting, you had was on like full podcast already, like bumping it. That's why I said especially, son. Especially means yeah, that. <laughs> 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 but especially black and from New Orleans, I, I would love you know because when I first started listening to podcasts, there weren't many black podcasts in New Orleans, like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. They still they have some now, but I'm saying they when I first, yeah, but when I first was podcasting, when I first started listening, really, when I first started listening to podcasts, there weren't many black podcasts. You that's, feel that's me? What I felt like it wasn't many black. Podcasts. I mean, there's certain ones that were like the Reed was around for a minute. There's certain ones that are huge now that were getting their shit together then, but now like everyone has a podcast, damn it, you know. But if I hear somebody from here, our perspective is our perspective. You know, the New Orleans black perspective is unique. Whether it's from the freaking nerd in like I do, Keon. Whether it's from current events in like us. Whether we're talking actor podcasts. we're talking some artists. Whether we're talking about just, you know, women. It's just interesting hearing somebody from here speak about whatever. Right. You, you dig? But like, let's get into that starter section, guys. We've been a dwine for too long. Okay. Lying about how much you had made Rumors and shit that you handmade Would you buy this if I sold that? Hey, what the hell is my soul at? The American need For American green It's America's greed That's the American dream Black America too busy chasing white American dreams But we sleep So let's everybody eat and repeat Where the fuck the cheese? Where the mozzarella at? Tell me what it be First up, Kim, Kim Jong-un dead is he dead? I thought he's still in the vegetative state. Boy, TMZ reported him as dead. No, damn, TMZ. Hey, man, I, so, I trust TMZ. <laughs> at this point, yeah. I mean, so, fuck, damn. From yeah. what I understand, where's well, TMZ? I trust it. Was it COVID? I don't know if it was COVID. That's an interesting I mean, question. I mean, I mean, but he's been um freaking sick. They've been trying to cover that. Like that was a rumor like months ago that he was having problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, he don't. Well, no. They say that the person that's taking his place is nowhere. His uh, sister is nuts. Yes, yeah, fucking crazy. They say his sister is nuttier, yeah. and that's crazy. That's saying something because they say he was nuts and his pa was nuts. Yeah, but they saying the sister's worse than both. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. that's the plan. Damn, I know. There was a meme was that they put from own with uh, him next to Majin Buu and that like, <laughs> she's the fucking second version. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't know her name. Kim Yo Kim Yo Jong is supposedly gonna take over. Okay, so she's set up to possibly replace him. Yeah, possibly as supreme leader. Supreme I, that leader. name is so powerful sounding. Supreme leader. Supreme leader. I like it. I, like it. I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be under one. No, no, no. Fuck no. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't mind being. Addressed as a supreme leader. That's what I'm saying. That is great. I'm sorry. Oh hell, your supreme, supreme leader. leader. Oh, y'all might have fucked up the next girl I have sex with. But I'm not. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Call me supreme. Call leader. me supreme leader. Lord no. master. Start with leader. Call me leader. Okay, we're getting too deep. Yeah. But anyway, let's keep going. But anyway, yeah, though that just you know that's just part of history. I, I really don't care either way because I don't care right now because like this is what I'm trying to say. Right. This is what I'm trying to say. I, I don't I don't care as far as him being dead. Okay, you, you're a fucked up person. You dead. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you're dead. But as far as what you're saying, you fun? care about 
what you care about, that is an enemy of America. Right. <laughs> so you got to always keep your eye open. And when you say you about to have an even crazier leader about to take right. over, then it's like, oh, mm. shit. Here we fucking go. And we still got Trump as president. Right. So it's just something to keep our, our eye on. Because, you know what I mean, ain't nothing worse than having two narcissists. Right. Uh, crazy sociopath types with that with that, that want to prove their fucking balls. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. He got tapping cool. off each other. It's it's very weird that Kim Jong Un and uh, Dennis Rodman were very cool. He yeah. said his whole deal. Dennis Rodman said this whole real deal is trying to make peace. Like he went, he he and he got they became friends. He still he couldn't give him the fuck with America still. <laughs> but he said they cool. <laughs> he said I tried. I can go in this bitch. I'm sorry, America. You know what I'm saying. I will be back, Kim Jong Un. That nigga, his Supreme Dude. Castle is, is dope. Right, yeah, yeah. He said, I'll be playing PlayStation with the nigga. You hear me? Uh, you know, we yeah. play 2K. He like me. I show him how to right. do it. He's my friend. He my friend. <laughs> he's gonna he gonna fly me over there yeah, <laughs> before he bomb y'all. Before he bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he like, Yo, D, come on over here, bro. I'm about, to, I'm about to send some shit. It's going down. <laughs> it's all it's going down. Right. Or oh, they have a cold word amongst themselves. Yeah. Boost. Boost. 98 bulls. The last day. Last dance. Last dance. Last dance. Last dance. Yes. Out of here. Out of here, y'all. Me and my pink hair is out of here. Bitch. So the shy star, or former shy star. Oh, Lord. Let me get it out. Right. Former the shy star. Actor Jason Mitchell says he didn't know he was driving with drugs and guns when he was arrested because the news is because this just came out because the news originally for this podcast was Jason Mitchell was arrested with drugs and guns. I was like, what are you doing? This so you don't know said, you were driving with drugs and- I didn't know. <laughs> really? Okay, so this- when did that get there? <laughs> was he driving with somebody? Question one. Because if he was, he's going to take the fall for it. So... Jason Mitchell, former star star of Showtime the Shy, had no idea he was driving with ecstasy, marijuana, and guns when he was arrested. Uh-huh. His okay. agent, according to Mitchell's agent, damn, he got another agent again, dog. He just agent hopping. Dr. Glenn Tolby said the actor was driving in a friend's rental car, heading to his mother's home with family members when he was pulled over for careless driving. <laughs> the incident occurred April 22nd. 2 p.m. in Mississippi as Mitchell was on his way to his mom's house in a secure, in a secure better lockdown location amid the coronavirus pandemic. During the stop, officers found two pounds of marijuana, 1,300 hits of ecstasy, and two guns in the car. But now the actor's agent claims the drugs and guns inside the car were not Mitchell's and said the entire arrest is just a big misunderstanding. Mitchell was arrested and charged with two counts of possession of a, of a controlled substance with intent to distribute and two counts of weapon possession by a felon. Mm. He was released from jail after posting bail. So let me think. So wait a minute. Um, you bought a rental car. Mm-hmm. The, rental people, car. The, the rental people didn't check the car. Either that or... Friends rental car. Huh? Friends. It's friends. friends rental car, yeah. Right, this is so, my friend. So like, yeah, his friend. Friend, his friend rental car that he just was driving. Okay, and his friend put... 1,300 pills where? In the trunk? And pounds of marijuana. Uh, the two pounds. And, and guns. And two guns. Uh, is this in the trunk or is this in the back seat? Don't know, but you also were traveling with people. So my question is, if you traveling, you say you were traveling with people, that means like bags and shit, right? So you got bags and shit and nobody noticed pounds. That's what I'm saying. Like If it's all in the trunk, then I'll be like, all right, you may have never seen it. 
Maybe, maybe let's give him benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just maybe the trunk got loaded up and he didn't know who was loaded in the trunk. And then he was like, "Yo, Jay, drive." And he was driving and carelessly. That sound like drunk. <laughs> that sound like some bullshit, dude. What the fuck? I mean, okay, well, careless driving always gonna be speeding. That's another thing for speed. So he, let's say he was speeding. No, I'm, I'm gonna stick. To, let's let's say the absolute before we get it in with other the cynicisms. The absolute possibility that he's riding with is. I was driving my cousin car because it's funny that it's not even my car either. I was driving my cousin rental car. That shit, it ain't nothing me. I was driving my cousin rental car. I didn't know what was packed in there. I got pulled over for speeding, and baby racial profile because I'm black. And they found the shit that one of my relatives, friends, or whomever left in the car, and I'm really innocent. That's 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 the story. That's hey, that's they have to Frank Lucas. You just did you just say Frank Lucas? No. You can't, you can't, you can't name a kingpin. <laughs> you can't name a kingpin, son. He was gonna oh say that God. day. That day. Oh my God. He was a kingpin, though, son. That's just not In the court of law. That man. What you say, D? I just want to throw out before anything. I just want to throw out. That's the story my my man's is going with. Look at that smile. Man. The story that your man's is going with is horseshit. That's that's all I'm saying. The story that your man is going with and that his agent is going with is horseshit. If it's in the trunk, I can say he has a case. I say he has a case regardless. But if you want to bring common sense into this, I won't. I won't go as far as to say it's horseshit. I'm just gonna go on record saying it doesn't sound probable that you didn't know. You being the type of cat that you seem like you were and shit. That means it's horse shit to me. I know. I, I feel the same. I feel the same, you are same way. Like, I'm not even just saying because you're a felon. I'm just saying you got street smarts. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, yeah. You like, ain't. Like you a felon because of what you've done. You ain't green world. out here. Yeah, right. you ain't no green nigga out here. And I doubt somebody would try you like you. Like, like a, that. And not thing, alert dog. you to that. You know? He's he's traveling with, with family? That was That's what it said. He was on his way to his mom's house to care about a lockdown location. Officers, but not exit. I think so. Cause two families, but you that is that is a by itself. I'm sorry, but he like, said in a friend's rental car heading to his mother's home with family members. With family. Now members. I'm not saying this. So, I'm not understanding this like same age cousins. I don't know if that can mean anything. And also, okay. the way the sentence is worded, I'm not saying that it's, I'm not like, understanding. Is they in the house or, or is they with them? I'm, I'm not understanding if the family members are at the mother's home. Right. And that's what they're saying that they're gonna link. He's gonna link up with family members at the mother's home, or if those family members were with him in the car. Um, that's a. That's like, I'm confused with it. Yeah, the, the sentence is confusing. Uh, but either way it goes, even before in in any event, I just highly doubt that. Just you're not a green cat, and that's what I'm just. I would be surprised if someone yeah. would will try you like that. Yeah, in I, your circle. Nigga I try Frank Lucas. I cannot give him that he just didn't know he was riding with. I'm just, I can't, no, my common sense can't give him that. Even if it's not his. Because, like, you know, the absolute cases, everybody, like, when it first came out, people was like, damn, nigga, you got drugs, you just net, so like, so everybody thought it was just you with all this shit on, on fuckboy shit and just on one. Nigga, and that's, you never know if the drugs was his. We won't know, but my you know whole saying, point is, even if we gave you that benefit of doubt that it's really not your shit, my, my only, my lightest weight, uh, my lightest weight opinion on it is, it's hard as fuck for me to believe you that did you didn't know. You know. didn't know. Yeah. That's like, my only thing. You I didn't think my, know. I, I think you're lying about that. You didn't know. The that gives you that you didn't know is that you have to say it was in the, like I had in the police report they had to tell me they got it out the trunk. That's the only way I can have a point. I still it. feel like you knew what was in your yeah. trunk. But it's not your trunk because it's not your car. 
So I can understand that you just hopped in this car and took a ride. You ain't putting nothing in the trunk because you have no reason. You're to driving it. I can. Yeah, I but see when I drive a car, I don't go in the trunk because I if I don't if I don't need to. Understand? But, no. but you didn't. But the person didn't alert you. They got pounds. You right. think your people want to tell you they got you pounds? Think somebody gonna put that much drugs That's in the We going cross country and not let the driver know, like say, say bruh, bruh, because don't fucking lose my shit or don't like, fuck or, up. Yeah, like don't fuck this up, like. You can't just send that shit and just know it's going to fucking make it, dog. Unless we just giving his people way too much credit. I'm thinking at the absolute very fucking least. I'm thinking at the absolute very fucking least, my nigga. Like, if I'm if we going driving, we got pounds in the car, man. You know, say something. We, we going. We, we ride. We man. hot. We hot. We hot. You ain't going. You ain't even got that much. Like, uh-uh, dog. I don't fucking buy it. You should care. I would care about my own well-being enough to right. think I got to tell my driver that we hot. I think it was by itself because they ain't seen nobody else got arrested if, if it was found like that. I mean, they they don't have to arrest anyone else. They could just take the driver if they if they want to assume that the driver is it belongs to or and you know a lot of niggas again. He's saying I didn't know, but if 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 he was the type of cat that I probably would be, he probably said it's it's me. I'm taking my lick. Right. So they probably just because because if you if you got who knows what family was there, it could have yeah. been an auntie. Because who the fuck right. knows? Know. So in that position, he may have just taken the lick to just be look. Put it all on me just to arrest me. Mm-hmm. So just because so someone could have been it's with hard. him. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to be like in Mississippi. And it's Mississippi. You can't take both these niggas to jail. And my deal is this: you from New Orleans, bro. You know how hot Mississippi is. Right. Mississippi hotter than fucking fish grease in, in the middle of hell. You tried that, dog. Oh, maybe he didn't. Maybe once again on the positive and on his side of the story, maybe he was careless driving because he didn't know. That is so generous. I mean, that, I mean, that's why would you carelessly drive? That's what I'm saying. That's the, that much work. right, like, but, but that's that's the only caveat that you could give him the fact of okay, maybe he didn't know he was hot, and that's why he was driving carelessly. Son, I hear you, but I just have to say, just me personally, he was on I, that, is a, that is a generous caveat. That bitch is luscious. Honestly, my nigga, I don't think that's a generous caveat. I think it is. I think that's the only caveat. I think it's this, son. This is what I think. I yeah, think it's the only it. logical caveat that you could give that situation. I think it's the me, only me, possible if, if, thing. Like, if you, and I'm saying, uh, if you're going to take his side of the story, if you try to give his side of the story some credibility, that's all you got. And that's all, and, you, it's, and it's flimsy. That, but I'm saying that's, that's all you got. That's what I think. I think that his killer's driving was that he went maybe three or four miles over the speed limit in Mississippi. They saw him and probably did profile him, but they wound up and got him one when they came up on him. Because the thing is, I think that he got he got like. This was a lick that the police guy came up on. Three or four miles, my nigga. So I think that's possible, but it's not In Mississippi, in Mississippi, when they won't get you. No, honestly, I'm, just, I'm nigga. I'm right next to Mississippi. I've done a lot of driving through Mississippi. I've even almost got arrested in Mississippi. I understand Mississippi, but my thing about it is this: even when you, even what when you go, when, even when you go on record and shit, my nigga. Even in Mississippi, you're gonna need a little bit more than three or four miles to justify saying careless driving. They like they they could have right. said something else besides careless driving. Usually, careless driving is something that you, you hide with the line or something. It, it, it's you. It's something. because I remember when I got hit with um. I mean, when I got hit with a uh, a DUI. You hear me? And one way that they said, well, see, if we can't prove if we can't prove that you was actually intoxicated, we could get that bitch knocked down to reckless driving. You know what I'm saying? That and that's my point. Like if they hit you with that careless driving, I was being lenient by saying speeding. Like you for, for for them to call he would have said speeding if it was like five miles above. For them to call speeding careless driving, you were actually reckless driving, you were actually stupid speeding because it's really just a notch under you was doing some wild shit. Mm-hmm. What about going in and out of the lane? That That's counted as careless too. Yeah. You feel me? But so the what thing is the thing that Raheem did that time. 
Well, I was, if he's doing that though, why would he do that when he got trapped, trapped in the car? That's a whole other kick, unless you was high, nigga. It sounded like he was driving high. And probably was carelessly, like, thinking nigga wouldn't even order him like that. All that. Just, like, but that's, chilling, big chilling. Well, it sounded like you stupid, then. But, I, but that's my whole deal. But that's the whole deal of it. That's what I'm saying. Speeding, they would have said speeding if it was a, some speeding. They ain't going to call speeding careless unless it was carelessly speeding. Because, like, like I said, careless is just a way to take you a notch down from, I was on a DUI possibility. You know what I mean? So, nah, my nigga, he was doing more than five miles. That's my only point. You got to do more than five miles for that. Yeah. Could have been swerving lanes. Could have yeah. been crazily speeding. Could have just been high. They'll keep, like I said, they'll give him that. For, he could have been doing the speed limit, but he was high. And they'll be like, well, you're doing careless driving because you're high. Yeah. They could do that. And yeah. since, since they can't charge him with a DUI yet because they don't know for sure, I smell some shit in here, nigga. That's careless. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Trust me. If I smell it. Whoever packaged this had him very careless. Y'all niggas is rookies at this thing. <laughs> Get out the car with this rookie shit, man. I didn't bust real dope dealers. Y'all just got this shit out here smelling out this. Right, I can smell it. Is that ecstasy I see? Is that blue dollars you made? And y'all got ecstasy? 1300 Let's take in how many pills? Son, that is a major charge. That's I, a major son, you know charge. What I, did? I would have took that lick and said, yes, yes, these are all my drugs. They were not intended to distribute. distribute. I was going to a party with this. Okay, so I wasn't selling them. It was actually for the party. Because you know how we are in Quarantine party. Yeah. In Mississippi at your mama house. Right. You said you told people you're going you're to gonna, family for right. coronavirus. That story would never check out. <laughs> what party are you talking about, G? If anything, I'd be like, well, I know it's going to be honking down for a while. Right. So, I ain't supposed to tell y'all. And my mom really loves ecstasy. I'm about to say Because that's what you fuck. My mom loves that shit. If you shit. just had the pounds of weed, you could have probably been like, I just smoked a whole lot. And I didn't know where we was right. going. Bitch, you got X. You got third, dog. You got over a thousand pills of X, dog. What the, what so the listen, fuck? And did you make me think of something too, Joe? There's a rave going They arrested on. him, right? If they arrested him, that means uh, on the spot he took the lick then, right? But now his but now his people saying he ain't know nothing about it. So, so what the well, fuck is I mean, going on? I, I, but they had to take somebody for yeah, this. So they had to take somebody. They to take somebody. Yeah. And he was a driver. It's a fucked up situation, though. It's like we see a true downward spiral. Like we seen like even if even like even if this even if everything he says is truth and it was a misunderstanding, right? We're oh. seeing a career go down the yeah, drain. Yeah, this, this is a down. This is down, bro. Whether it's luck or karma or your actual actions, you know what I mean? Well, I'm just like, dog, like, I, I, like, I'm always go back to, I was in the room when you auditioned for Easy e auditioned for the same role. You, I watched your whole trajectory go up and then come crashing down. And then when you see this story, I'm going to kick a nigga when they down. It's just like, damn, yo. I, I'm, I'm just a, like, damn, son, you had to go back to those kind of ways. Because what happened... Like we talked about this before, to get your career back, you had to do. It was gonna be a lot. You was gonna have to pull off. This ain't helping. Oh, this this is dog. This is right here. See, you thought you was done. This right here is the fork. That motherfucker is done, done, dog. That you think he's done, done? Dog, son, he's got arrested with guns, pills, and like he ain't white, son. He ain't white. He he he, he might was, be done. I think he can bounce back. It's just gonna take some time. He can't like because that's the deal. Like that's time. that was the point I was on with from jump. This I was like, well, I was, this nigga had to be quiet for a couple. Like, like his to me, if I was the person managing his career, I'd be like, Jason, we need you out of the news for at least a year or two. 
And while we while you're out of the news, we need to be working on things on the back end to get you back right. We need to get you in some rehab. Even if you don't think you need rehab, it's good on the fucking ledger to say that you've been to rehab. Right. So then you can be like, well, I went to rehab and it's so it's documented. We need to get 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 your get your uh get your health together, get in the gym. So at least if you change up the how you look, then they can say, Oh, he must have really been changing the way because I can see it aesthetically that he doesn't look like the guy that was tripping. There's so many like I would be rebuilding this nigga from the ground up and keeping him out the news for a good year or two. And and the first project he got to do is something indie and something very, like something that he can murk. Something that yeah. if you see that role, even you you can't like, it's like Robert Downey. You're like, I don't give a fuck about what you did, boy. You killed that. Robert you know what I'm saying? Something? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God. He's one of the biggest Hollywood comebacks of all time. What? Nigga, oh, Robert Downey. Wasted. Oh, yeah. my God. They thought he was done. He was once an animal. Again. He, he white. white. <laughs> about say, he white. Remember that? He white. But that's well, how many I'm... niggas did that and came back? Just Wesley. Wesley ain't even fully come back. Look at that. But Wesley, I get what you're saying. Wesley was able to um um but how many niggas fuck up that royally? Because most times with niggas, niggas can't. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, like there's niggas who have fucked up, like Columbus Short, like Isaiah Washington. There's niggas uh -huh. that have fucked up like just Jesse Smollett. There's niggas who fuck up <laughs> their careers. But generally speaking, most times when black people get in those positions, we don't fuck them up. We might get screwed by the game, yeah. but it's very rare to see one of us like really yeah, like do some real crazy, crazy crash shit. like that. Yeah. We our our rock stars and our rappers might, Samuel but not our Jackson. actors. Yeah. Our actors usually try to keep it together. Yeah. Samuel Jackson was caught with two kilos. Bro, Denzel Washington was caught with. You know what I'm saying? You're not hearing that. Like, no. I about to say, like, did he get caught with two? two nah, keys? He, he, <laughs> nah, he's talking that shit, but it's like that's just very I ain't saying that he ain't got two keys either. You never know, but I'm saying it's rare for a black actor to be like for this. So it's like when we see what's going on with Jason and to him being from New Orleans, it's even more personally. Yeah. And it's like, it hurts, damn, man, it's like, dog, when you it hurt. Like, like it's like, you damn. Know, you too, dog. You was over there shucking oysters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shucking oysters, dog. You was in that bitch sit in that the dock of the bay and shit. Ah, right, son. Now you went really became something special. You so, worked the role. Niggas rooting for you. He's worked, he's worked. The thing is, he's a very talented dude. He's worked many roles. Like you know, what I mean, he's a really good actor. He's just. Self-sabotaging, G. That self-sabotage is real, yeah, son. Sure and real. like all that money, you couldn't fix who you in the mirror, the man in the mirror. Hey, I don't want to. I don't. Hey, <laughs> he, he, he he called Michael Jackson. He's a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting mm. with the man in the mirror. Oh. <laughs> Telling him to change his ways. <laughs> But um, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I, ho yeah, I hope the best yeah. for kid. But like, cause I went from being very angry about everything this nigga fucked up to now this story just made me go. It's a little heartbreaking. Just want you to get together. Just want you to get together, get together bro. Can't get right. Let's see how long he lasts. <laughs> so that chick, shut up. Shut that up. chick, Azriel Clary. Who? The one that was R. Kelly. You remember he had the, the oh two. crazy girl. Yeah, so the one, the one that still left standing, well, the one that was standing the longest, she's finally ready to do a tell-all about everything that happened the five years that she was with Robert. Man, listen, we already heard about how you ate shit and all that stock home. What we need to see is you getting back with your family and getting your mind right and going to therapy. All I right? mean, she's doing that too. To what is she doing? She doing like a like a talk series, a documentary. You still pretty. What you thought she wasn't gonna be pretty? <laughs> she lose her beauty. <laughs> He said he thought she gonna be strung out crack on. Right, like no, Rob was gonna keep her looking good. He gotta fuck her with his nasty ass. I thought she was gonna look like your girl from Holiday Hearts. 
<laughs> Wanda. Um, she said in the video, my five years of being with him, I will talk about everything that has happened in those five years. I will talk about everybody to manipulation, to our everyday routine, to our lives, to our houses, studio, everything. I'll tell you guys everything. I'll tell you guys how... I thought how he how he thought, how he maneuvered, how he was manipulative, and you guys will start to see on your own as I start to tell the story, the depth of lies, the depth he would go to make a lie believable. She reiterated the series of videos. She's going to do a video, okay, series. A video series. She plans to release is not a way to put anyone on blast, but just a method she is using to heal and grow from the situation. Hope she's not about to say what I just read because I'm going to be mad that I just read it. Yep. She is. That has happened in those five years. Yes. I will talk about everybody. To manipulation, to our everyday routine, to our lives, to our houses, to the studio, to everything. I will tell you guys everything. I will tell you guys how he thought. All oh, these little pop-ups is interesting. how he maneuvered. I will tell you guys how he was manipulative. And you guys will start to see it on your own as I what? tell the story. The, the depths. Of lies and what, the depth that? that he would go to. I don't know, but apparently, if you go look this video up, guys, um, like as she speaks to things I already just said, there's these pop ups of text messages that she's like screenshotted and throwing up on the screen for oh, you to see. Oh, those are text screenshots. Yeah, those are, those are okay. text screenshots. Okay. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, I remember when she dropped this, a lot of people on my wall were on a, a level of. Um, we don't care, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nope, there's a, that, there's a lot of people who are interested in this. Even Obviously. If, like, I, I, like, the speak for yourself mantra needs to be like, needs to start really, we need more of us need to start putting the speak for yourself jacket on. I'm, I'm Say right about that. I. <laughs> Say right. I don't care. And that's fine. Yeah. But you can't speak for people because uh, there's been all the thousands of thousands of people who watch that video and click this freaking notice let you know that, yeah, no, there's people that care. It's, it's more of a curiosity to me. It's not like one thing I'm going to be tuning into, but if, if I'll be curious to see what it was because, like, with anything, that nigga is a fascinating creature. Rob Kelly? Yes. Honestly. And, like, those type of cats, I'd be finding them very, for all the serial killers in the Demented, like, when they do those documentaries on these crazy people, I'd be like, wow. And then it's really trippy when it's an accepted motherfucker. Because yeah, certain people that's even... That's the even more freaky part of it. Yo, but. when it's a, a person that we were all led to believe Mr. Was, Rogers? Yo! Somebody said he was a molester. Is that true? No, I never heard no, that. No, I never Mr. heard Rogers that. Ever. I highly doubt they'll get a Tom Hanks movie if that was even a rumor. Right. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you sure it was Mr. Rogers? No, bro. Check it. No, uh -uh. You need they, to check on that. That's not like some Ronald McDonald did in Big Bird from yeah. Sesame Street. You ain't gonna get that charge to Mr. Rogers. You're not about to yeah, touch Mr. Rogers. Y'all heard Mr. Rogers being a, a molester. Let us know on Flopperbacks. At gmail.com, but we could Google that. But um, next up, uh, there's this little debate. Lil Rel uh, was saying to Tyler Perry, you can't write a show called Sisters and you're not a sister. Listen, uh, Tyler Perry is a sister. Oh! <laughs> 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 and number two, I think Sisters is the most disgusting, horrible name to even choose for a fucking uh, show. Right. Sisters. Besides the point, my nigga so, said, <laughs> we're going to make a show about black women. Okay, what are we going to call it? Sisters. <laughs> Sisters? Oh, great. And yet another one out this year that's coming out. I didn't get the robe, but of course, but it's called. What's it, what's it called, dude? Bruh. Bruh. Fuck y'all. <laughs> that's that's fuck y'all. Yep. I hate y'all. I remember I got that audition. I just saw a trailer for it recently. There. Disgusting. Bruh. Bruh. Disgusting. <laughs> hey, y'all hey, be quiet. Be quiet. Bruh coming off. <laughs> Bruh. 
are y'all dog, what kind of weed do y'all smoke, dog? That's just Wait, y'all trying to carry that bitch by itself. All <laughs> 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 oh, this weed is for me. <laughs> this is mine. Mine, 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 mine. This weed we kick is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. 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 Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Jeez. Me and my big ass studio all alone. God damn it, Tyler. I'll watch a show called Bruh. I'm about to watch Bruh, Bruh. <laughs> What's up, Bruh? Say Bruh. No, say Bruh. No, no. Hey, son, what's that show you got? That's the show should be called. Say Bruh. I'm going to watch Say Bruh. No. No. No, no, no. Say Bruh. We're not doing that. I'd rather say Bruh than just Bruh. Say Bruh. Say Bruh. I'd rather that, dog. You got to Bruh. That's fucking too much, man. Bruh's the laziest shit I ever heard about. That's the laziest shit, dog. That's the height of nigga. That's the height. You know what I'm saying? You are feeding yeah. into the number one stereotype. <laughs> Go watch your show called Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I'm done. I'm leaving. Out of here. Oh, man. God <laughs> damn it. It's <man. laughs> my show called Yeah. So, but, I grew up, so I grew up. Though, like, I can actually see that happening, son. Oh. I can see all of that happening. He didn't get birth to bruh, so yeah, just right around the corner. Now this is this this is one thing that I will say. <laughs> this is the one thing I will say. This shit's fucking. I'm sorry, dude. Bro, nah. Sis does. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> oh my god. So, Fuck y'all for that. I'm sorry. Please. And please. of course, only speaking on the title, not on its existence. It's fine that these shows exist. It's giving yes, somebody correct. some jobs. It's telling someone's story. Yes. But the deal is, I do uh, feel Orel coming from on a level of, since finding out that, you know, Tyler Perry doesn't have a writer's room. He had one at one point, but he doesn't have one anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I understand what he's saying of, you're a middle-aged black man, and you're the sole writer on a show that's supposed to be about millennial women. Yeah. Millennial black women. That's ludicrous. You should have at least one yeah. <laughs> voice with you, a co-writer with you that's a millennial black woman. Not, you can't look not, not one. Answer, not even not one. Not one that is completely that's, ludicrous. You know what I mean? Because one yeah. thing Tyler Perry prides himself on, he's, tell, he's often telling he's telling a story like when, when he, he felt like telling his grandma's story, his auntie's story or his story or whatever. And that's all fine and dandy. Uh-huh. You're not a millennial black woman. You feel me? It's and my little cousin story. You did. And even if that's your little cousin story, <laughs> you still got to, you know, I feel like, and, and here go the deal too. And I don't want, and of course, there's some prolific ass writers. There's some great writers that can speak for, like, like there's some there's some female writers that can write amazing male stories. There's some males that can write amazing female stories. They got some white people who've written some tight black shit and some black people who've written some tight white shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's an end all be all that if you're not of that group, you can't write about that group. But when you're not of that group, you have the responsibility to that group's voice. You have the responsibility yeah. to, like, be very honest about it, son. And if you're getting middling reviews on it, it's one thing because I can't speak on something having come out, but it came out and black women are saying this don't always sound like us. So now when that becomes a thing too, then now you got to take take your ego down and be like, okay, maybe I need some black women in on this because if they're telling me I'm getting it wrong, that's the people I should be listening to. Right, you to. need to consult, dude. Because who the show is catered to? Young black women. That's the point. It's called sisters. So yeah. there's no way I would make a show about a, a gay black dude and not assault or at least have one of my gay black dudes with me. Right. All right, y'all. I'm, a, I'm the only kind soul writer. Of real opinion. And I'm straight. I'm straight. And I'm writing a show called Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to hear none from the gay community because I know it all. Right. I, I will write about all. them. Listen, I will write about them. I have a friend that's gay. 
<laughs> but, all that right, that's all that matters. So like, I think that was Rel's point because you know some people. Because I hate this conversation that happens when, when like, because it's it's too it's twofold that that's frustrating me about our community. On one end, if you critique our own, then it's hate, mm-hmm. and it's like no, bro. Like we should be able to critique each other so we can push ourselves to be our best selves. Mm-hmm. A, a, an actual honest critique that's trying to be constructive or constructive intent shouldn't be seen as hate. But on the other end, sometimes it's like no matter what some of our creators do, everybody are ready to just shit on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wrote a post about it. It's like we, uh, we, as, we as black people say we want shit besides slave movies and then Insecure comes, Atlanta comes, Black AF comes, Blackish comes, Last OG comes, all these all these things see you yesterday. Sorry to bother you. All these eclectic and different, the astrology club, the black lady schedule, all these different kind of black things come up that's not just standard slave black and everybody got oh it's not black enough or that's not black enough that's not black i'm like yo that's not helping yeah none of that helps dude like it's almost like we want to be able to say whatever about projects but like nobody can't talk about like it's like we want both sides of the fucking coin at the same time i mean like i just understand why people can't accept that some shit ain't for you and I stand by that, bro. Everything ain't gonna be your cup of tea. Just because it's not your cup of tea, don't make it trash. There's some, don't make it ain't tea. Some, 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 some things are like. See, when see when we use this word trash, and when people call shit trash, I be like, okay, to me, trash is something. The writing sucks. The acting sucks. The 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 way it looks sucks. The production value is low. I mean, when you tell me trash, it gotta be trash. Y'all be calling things trash that you just don't particularly like. Right? That's that's what I think people kind of like mean though. Like when I hear. People say some is trash. I kind of automatically assume that you just think it's trash, really. Like yeah. it's like it's not a trash project because you think it is. You just think it's fucking trash. I'm a words person, though, dog. Like when you tell me something trash, I'm thinking you calling it trash. I feel just saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would yeah. rather people be like, I don't, per- I don't personally like it. It's not my thing. Right. You know what I mean? And what were you about to say? I was about to say there's like certain trash movies that I like. And that's another thing too. Mm-hmm. Some shit I would go in knowing that it's what's wrong with it mm-hmm. and still, and like, still it. like it. You know what I mean? That, that, but all but some shit like we just throw it around like too much. And specifically, I want like I want to take out the black checking that we do. Like to me, if a black creator created it, it's black. It might not be your black. It might not be your experience. But stop saying that what that black creator created. From his black ass brain or her black ass brain, writing their black ass shit about their own experience. Their That's another thing life. too. They, they, you tell people that is writing from their black ass lives, their experiences that their shit that to you their shit isn't black enough. That is stupid. That is so redundant to me. So whether you like it or not, whether you call it trash or not, that's me. I'm, I'm realizing as we speak of this, that's a different topic from what I'm saying about the blackness checking, the it, black checking it's so of funny it all. That, you know, white folks ain't saying that's white enough, bro. Like. When if a white person looked at all this shit, all they seeing is black. All these things that you're saying is not black enough. Any other race, all they see is well, that's some black shit. All they see is some black shit. So while you trying to give it a fucking no range, matter, you should be no happy matter, that it no exists. Matter what it is. No matter what it is, that's why I said the whole range. Like the, the the thing I put the whole range. If you go from sorry to bother you on down to the wire, all people are seeing. All anyone other race is gonna see is black faces. So it must be some black shit. So while we're fighting, interfighting with each other about the the the, the, the how 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 authentically black it is from my from my. Uh, picnic going fried chicken watermelon eating oh. experiences oh god god damn you know what I mean because that's how they act they act like if it's not just some hood the blackest stereo- it's like then you get mad when they stereotype right. us yeah, yeah. And, and that's the both sides of the coin shit I'm talking about it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you fucking don't it's like 
If you if you abide by the stereotypes, oh nigga, you being a coon. If you get away from the stereotypes, well, that's not black, right? So like, it's like, what the fuck? The fuck? Do I want? Stop. I, I, my whole deal is, can we let black breathe? Let black breathe, please. Because I'm saying no, black is supposed to be way more than y'all trying to make it. Y'all be trying to box something that shouldn't be boxing the manner that you trying to box it. Because everybody wants to be a fucking critic. Everybody, everybody know everything. Everybody's the culture master. Bro, and that's like, the problem. As much more so than a critic, everybody well, wants to be the master, man. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I, I, at the very bare minimum, because that's, that's what made me go with the Tyler Perry shit. I'm like, yo, like... Tyler Perry, all his shit might not be not my, it might not be my cup of tea. I respect might that. not be what I like, but that does not mean it does not deserve to exist, and right. it does not mean it's any less black. And it's not any less black than fucking like I said, black AF. It's not any less black than The Wire. It's not any less black than anything black that you want to think of. Bernie Mac show would have you because I like it. It's about us getting content on the screen, and if y'all gonna just inf- infight so much that we don't even get the content on the screen because we're not supporting shit that's black because it's not black enough, then they ain't gonna have nothing else. No. I'll tell you this though. Shoot in the foot. At the very end, if Tyler Perry give me an opportunity to get a job, I'm gonna do it. It depends on me. I've turned down certain shit, but I understand what you're saying. Like, and I'm gonna give my best part to the role. You dig? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like um, I'm not saying that you have to even do that much. No, I mean I'm saying that's just me. I'm yeah, because my thing but, is, but like I respect the lane that you made. Yeah, and that's all it is, dog. Like, like as my mama say, if you can't respect me, respect my gray hairs. Like, respect, respect my hard work, respect my years. This man has put the work in. He's put the years. He's earned it. Whether you like his shit or not, he's earned it. He's hard working, put his bare knuckles to everything he's got. So, fuck it. Respect it. That's, at the end of the day, it's all you got to do is respect it. And I'm just saying, not just Tyler Perry. I'm saying this about all of these black creators who aren't black enough for some of you motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Who put out projects that maybe... Because some of this shit, I think, just go over your fucking head. You don't understand it. So, you just be like, it sucks. No, bitch, you just didn't get it. But... Like, let our black creators create. And I don't mean they, they, they I don't mean that, you know, they completely, yes, this is video, Joseph, they can see you doing this. So you might as well speak. You know what I mean? This, he whispered to you like, we're on audio, but guess what? They're looking at you, bro. They can see that. Let me get an extra card. Milo, use your words at this point. Oh, damn. I'm but um yeah dog and I, and I don't mean that to say that just because it's black that mean that we can't say nothing about it because that was a beautiful episode five of Black Black AF they dealt with that entire conversation mm-hmm. my deal that's why I land on it can exist yes we should be able to critique it but let it exist you know what I mean yeah, if you're going to yeah. want to critique it check yourself are you coming from an honest place are you coming from an objective place are you are you giving it are you saying something about it that can help it. If right. you're not saying nothing about it that can actually help it, you're not coming from an honest or objective place, then you can keep that shit to yourself or to your close circle. You ain't got to go online and make it public and trash some shit because that's only going to hurt us getting more things made. Right. Niggas. Mm-hmm. Stop being niggas all the time. Shit. Have a valid point, dog. Yeah, don't come with the hate. Just have a valid point. Just, hey, bro, listen, just be constructive. French Montana said uh, he'll win a versus against Kendrick off hits. What? So somebody was like, even say, I don't know, dog, nigga. I'm like, listen, uh. I like some French Montana shit, but he has nowhere near as many hits, like pop hits. Fuck no. He ain't mean about pop <laughs> hits neither, dog. If we was going know. song for song, you can't go at Kendrick. Kendrick, no, but you, you talking can go about at hits, him though. on like any look. Yeah, just like hits, hits. In, in, in general, dog. You like, can't. He can't go. He doesn't. For him. He can't he doesn't go at him, it. son. The thing is, French Montana got hits, but then is he even on? All, uh, does he have any hits without features? I'll tell you this. One or two Kendrick songs 
whether he has like more hits on the on the Billboard, I think one or two of Kendrick hits will kill any of his hits out there. And not only just yeah. that, dog, they got songs from Kendrick album that could have been singles that he could like if you was, yeah. they was gonna go back and forth because because there's certain songs that just sound like album cuts. But he got certain songs that don't wind up being singles that still got a single sound. Yeah. Kendrick got a few of those that yeah. he ain't dropped that he yeah. could be like, hey, this one no anthem, bitch, but this song that and everybody knows this song because everybody listens to Kendrick. So it'll be That's some shit be, that he didn't make a single, but yeah, everybody know that theory. song though. It's still a like, strong ass song like in the culture. He gonna pull that bitch out like with them DJs and pulling out them new songs they had. I like when Babyface pulled out the guitar and Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cooler battle once they got the real one going. Cause, mm-hmm. cause it I, was. Because I was like, dog, they didn't give us the real battle. Because even though going in, everybody knew Babyface baby is on a different level than Teddy Riley going in. But I still, but people try to act like Teddy Riley ain't have hits. Teddy and when Riley all that bullshit went down, he became a joke. And I'm like, hold up, y'all. Let's not act like Teddy Riley can't fight with this nigga. Now, we know we're going to get knocked out. Okay, fine. fine. But let's not act like that nigga can't spar yeah. a little bit before he, he get knocked no, out. He push over. Listen, listen, listen. He ain't no pushover. Yeah, right. Push over. On the scorecard, it reads 48-46. I mean, my... 48-45, 48 46. He's, he's, he's better than 98% of the audience watching. <laughs> 98, bitch. You know? I mean, I mean, everybody be making the scorecard. He's going to get knocked out. Like, he's going to get knocked out. He might get knocked out in the seventh and not the second. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? He got knocked out when that guitar came. Whatever that round was. Yeah, that, uh, that, that hurt. That's when again. Even Teddy Face was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. It, it hurt even more because. Like you tried to do a live shit. Well, it's my live right, right here. Check this out. Because that was Babyface's version of being extra. Yeah. But it was so simple. Yes. And it's like, Teddy, if you would have just thought about a simpler way to do all that bullshit that fucks your shit up, yes. it would have may have helped your situation. Cause something as simple, because we just spent all the tit of this, so him just pulling out a guitar, make him seem so maybe you just had the keys. Right. <laughs> maybe you just put out some drugs no, one time. Right. I gotta reunite Black Street. <laughs> I gotta do it all, guy. We yeah. gotta put everybody. I got a whole orchestra behind me, like, gee. See my my DJ back here. Yeah, uh, Dougie Fresh is gonna be on his way soon. But he go the realest thing that everyone should be giving Teddy Riley props from. He simul she simulcasted that from his own website and and got a lot of people to be like, why are we on these white people platform doing this? You can see it on IG as well uh-huh. if you go on Babyface's IG. But come on my platform, the black platform, and you are gonna still be able to see it. But you are gonna give a black nigga some hits versus yeah, the sure. corporate the industry. Right. Yeah, and fair enough. Yep, and everybody that went on his site for it said it, it rolled smooth. It didn't have no problems and shit. So Good. that concept, like you know what I mean? Because uh, um, Swiss and Timbo were talking about how. Um, TV state like the TV companies have come at them to possibly make verses a thing on TV, and they both were saying well, it's not ready for that. They like the organic way that they have it going. They I like agree the way with that. they set up on IG. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They're not trying to make it all corporate and shit right yeah. now. It's like they, they say when it's time, yeah. when it's time to evolve, we gonna fit, we gonna talk about how we gonna evolve it. Cause you're right, we can make money in it, but I'm not ready to just make it a TV show. And yeah, it's something to get us through the time. Right. But I mean, even if you did that, if you could get um um like classic artists to like battle in a way with their hits, people watch that shit on like on, in a way, but there's a there's a certain way that you gotta present it and you can't fluff it up. And I hope it could come from a black place. It has to. It has to. If they can make it work, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I totally think it's fine where it is. How it is and where it is. Shouts out to Bone Thugs and Harmony versus uh Three Six Mafia's next. I thought about that. I looked at that dude. Um, That's gonna I be interesting. Think I, it's gonna be interesting. Like the thing is, dude, and only speaking for myself, obviously. But uh, I think three six is gonna win. 
You think three sets gonna win? But, I'm thinking but I too. like Bone Bone Thugs and Harmony better. I like Bone better, but three six and in terms of hits, they're gonna win. Like they they uh, do got some bangers, but that's a whole one. Bone, Bone might have more Bone crossover is, hits than three six though. I think Bone is kind of a niche crowd, kind of. Not even ninety nine though. They got all the hits on that one. They, they do. They I understand that. I don't talk to me about that album. I. I had that. that was a crossover album. Saying, dog. What, like, what, what his, give, give me five Bone Thugs and give me five um, through six. East 99, Eternal. Um, no, actually, no, no, no. Eternal, East 1999, Mo Murder, uh, Bud Smokers Only, Crossroads. 3 Six Mafia, uh, Fuck the Club Up, Play It While You're Hating. It's one of my favorites. So you named albums on other ones, you're not even songs. I didn't name albums on Bone Thousand Harmony. That was all songs? That was all those, songs. Those were all songs from East 1999. From that, from that album. All right, cool. Um, I didn't listen to too much 3-6 Mafia, but I heard 3-6 Mafia more on the Super. radio than Bone. I think it's, it's a timing thing. Because there was a point in time where nigga ain't knew the fuck 3-6 Mafia was, but people knew who Bone was, White and everything else. But then like there was a time where like 3-6 just kind of like... Blue, yeah, they got they got really three. No, no, I mean, no, I'm because I'm talking crossover because both of them were hot with black people, you know what I'm saying? But to me, three six made their true crossover, honestly, after uh, the Terrence Howard movie, yeah, that's when they crossed their, their crossover over. was kind of recent. We, I won't call that recent, was that's like 2006, you know what I'm saying? That's still a long time oh, ago. Um, whenever, whenever, when did um, they get the uh, whenever. Whenever that, that yeah, what's, yeah. The, what's that Terrence? What's the uh, when did they get that? Hustling flow. Whenever hustling flow came, out, I feel like hustling yeah, flow. Yeah, then, then. I feel like that's at the very least ten years ago. When did that come out? So. I just can't remember when it was, but that was definitely when they crossed. That's over. when they crossed because yeah. we we as black people knew them already. Two thousand five, my G. Okay, that, that that's 05. That's 05. But okay, my, but but well, I'm yeah. saying but bone thugs were big all through the nineties to the early two thousand and it kind yeah. of fizzled. Three six was around us in the nineties and the early two thousands, mm-hmm. but after two thousand five. They went to they this got other really level big. for white people, and then Juicy J just kind of did his own thing. Yeah, and, and that's another question, really too. Like, like, we talking only 3-6, whatever we mean. it. I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it'll be good. Like I say, I like Bone Thugs Harmony better, though. Like, I was a huge fan of them. But Boy, You know what's going to be funny? When 3-6 pull out the song with Bone, with Crazy Bone on it. You know it be hilarious? <laughs> what if they camps went at it? If they're like, cause you gotta remember, three six mafia was big at one point, and Bone was bigger too at one point. They both were like Son, some camps for a minute. No, yeah. you put on certain Bone though, so it's like, no, I know at least six. They Buku Bones. They're like, oh yeah, it's a Bone. Yeah, like. But I'm just talking about their members. I mean, at yeah, one point, three six like mafia had like nine people. At one point, they had all the Bones. Crazy, they was like the fucking Snow White and the Dwarfs. So many yeah, Bones. Yeah, they, they like, had like a whole <laughs> Disney catalog of fucking, <laughs> fucking rappers. So I'm like, goddamn, okay. But um, also, it's about Dre versus Diddy. Dr. Dre versus Diddy. In terms of... Oh, uh, oh versus battle. No, he's doing a versus battle. Hit for hit. Oh, wait. Uh, that's oh, some shit. That's all I can see. That's all I can Diddy see. versus Dre? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I think Diddy gonna touch people with hearts more than Dre. I think Diddy's gonna touch the hearts. But, like, Dre is... Dre is Dre though, dog. I don't know, dog. I, don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know. masterful right now. I don't now. know. I just gotta watch. Cause somebody, cause on, on Breakfast Club, Ye said she before this, Ye said she wanted to see um Diddy versus Missy. I was like, ooh. 
They'll be fired. Uh, then they really then did it, did it then, then they landed on Timlin or did Timlin Swiss Beast or they did this. But um, then they landed on I think JD versus Missy, which would be interesting too. Because don't That'll sleep be, on Jermaine Dupri. Don't sleep on Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, no, he put in work. And don't sleep on Missy Elliott. Nah, she, yeah, they, they I would watch Jermaine Dupri versus Missy Elliott. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would watch, I would watch that, that one more than the other one. Yeah, yeah, and keep Dre versus Dre versus Diddy just sound like two opposite styles with still two mega powers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're two mega powers. East versus that West. Oh mega, my god, mega power versus mega power. I think it's fine, even if they are. You know, very con- contrast. Harlem versus fucking Compton. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. Get that good. shit going. That's that so might be fun. Yeah. That'll be. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Uh, is wait. Is is Diddy Harlem nigga? Or is it, no, he's Diddy here. Harlem. He okay. Diddy Harlem nigga. Yeah. Yes. So yes, yeah, Harlem world. Right Harlem yeah. world. But yeah, so, so yeah. yeah thank home. thank y'all for these versus battles, dog. They've been really, you know. Yeah, I that's been it. great. They've been really damn. Not really damn all good. of them. Oh, and y'all heard about Badu saying Lauren Hill would slaughter her. How do y'all feel about that? Badu said Lauren Hill would slaughter. Because because Twitter was like they wanted to see Erica Badu versus Lauren Hill, and after that it's it became opinion. a deal. Then Badu said, "Man, Lauren Hill would slaughter me. I don't, I couldn't stand a chance." And I'm like, I think she's just kind of being humble. She's definitely being and, humble. Um, just kind of kind of not wanting to really do the whole battle thing, really. Maybe. For real. Maybe that's not that don't seem like a thing. She's just, just trying to keep it chill, maybe. I don't think that's her way of not wanting to do the battle thing. But I do believe that I think she was being humble to somebody I think she regards as a legend. Yeah, like because yeah. I feel like I feel like Badu I think the pen because remember this is Swiss and Timberland that do these that are curating them. So I feel like if Swiss and Timber was like, yo, Erica, like depending upon who it's against, I think she'll go hit for hit with the right person. With, yeah, like, she'll have fun with somebody. it. But I think I think uh, I would but I wouldn't want to see her versus I wouldn't want to. No, he said, "Who would we want to see her?" Yeah, like who? Who versus Erica? I don't know because the thing is, like you said about the the, the humility of it. Jill of, Scott. I mean, a lot of people been saying that one. That's the one been saying Badu versus Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. But like, just out of sheer, out of sheer, like, uh, what's out? Like, Lauren really dropped one album, guys. Now it's one amazing. Amazing, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. front to back, front to back, life changing fucking it, album. It, like almost every song is a hit, almost like almost, almost every, every song, song chart. Wait, you know, every song did chart. I'm about to say it, and all, it all charted. All every song on that album charted, and they're like at least at least seventy percent of it is still fucking rep, um, um, relevant. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm relevant. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying as far as like the whole album ain't being sung. There's still some songs right now that get actively sung yeah, like it's still get, around. They get played. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I understand what she's saying. Like she's going against a legendary album. But but dude, you, you have a catalog like that's fucking extensive. Yeah. Don't sell lie, yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. But nigga will be like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, nigga like, yeah, yeah. Then oh, you go hear that. I think she's just being me. And my joy, she fucking, desire. You gonna uh, start crying. Uh, but again, Erica, Erica knows she got but, power. But, this, but Erica you, got more songs. Like, once you get she, past that album, then what Lauren got. Say something. But that's a crazy she got, album. She got more weapons. But she ain't got nah, more power. Erica got 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 lots of shit, though. She do. Erica got some hits, though. Some killers, though. Some banger wangers, though. But Lauren Hill... Charlamagne been wanting to, and Charlamagne was saying he wanted to see Monica versus Brandy. And you don't want to see that. Nigga already seen that already, and we already see the future of that. Monica, this uh, the Waffle House in Atlanta, and Brandy was the first black princess. Nah, dog. But though, what was funny is he challenged. He was on live. He was like, "See, people a lot. He said people a lot of times when I say that think it's a wash." And he was like, "No, dog. When you go hit for hit." Monica got a lot of hits she that does. motherfuckers don't even realize when they go hit for hit with Brandy. Brandy had the amazing albums, but we go hit for hit. She put up a bigger fight than people realize. And he started listening. To him. I was like, oh shit, like Monica, like it's more, it's what, because because people just know that Brandy is this phenomenal singer. 
know yeah. what I mean? And everybody, yeah. and even, like singers, like singers bow to Brandy. If you know any singer, most singers will bow to, to how Brandy. to the vocals of Brandy. Brandy. So most times, just because again, it's like one of those legend things of she's so heralded on, on the singer tip that I feel what you're saying, Joe. But when Charlamagne started going, but Monica had this and Monica had this and Monica had this and Monica, I was like, oh yeah, man, we talking about hits. hit, we talking about hit songs, not like kid. vocal power because he hits because he was saying yeah. that he's like at the bar, his barbecues. He often that's what he's doing with his family. They do Brandy right. for Monica hit, and I'm always rooting for Monica. So that's how I come, always, he, that's what like he said. He opened his family eyes. I like him when he, when they started doing that because they were surprised about how many hits Monica got. So that'd be interesting. Off that I like them both. I like both of those singers. I think they're both fucking amazing. Yeah, you know Monica already beat her up though. But uh, wait, what happened? <laughs> you know Monica beat Brandy up. She did. She whopped her one. She time. whopped her one. She snuck in. Was, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. Back in eighteen years. Yeah, back, yeah. Back, back, right before a performance. The the boy is mine. Why she Why she hit her? They all they, they was clashing back in the day. Yeah, like they oh, like okay. apparently Brandy's Brandy being a diva, being a dick. So he just hit her. But she wasn't for ah. that. You better remember this: a chick from okay. the hood, Brandy. Like, that's Word. why I feel like Brandy was talking to that girl sideways. Not taking it. It's a hood chick from Atlanta. Probably, yeah. And that chick Riley. was like, ah, ah yeah. Ah. You ain't about uh. to play with me. <laughs> you ain't about to play with me. And let's go to right. performance. And, she, and, and see, this is at a performance. Let me let me know that no, Monica lets you slide a bunch of times up until this point. Okay. Cause that's how I feel. Right. You ain't just decided to sneak that girl before y'all go on stage. I mean, maybe she did too. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Okay, we'll give a modicum of maybe to that. But yeah. generally speaking, I'm more aching to believe, oh, that bitch been trying you for a minute. She and slick shit. Something happened uh-huh. at this behind the scenes. I can, this I can believe that. Boiling point. Shit. Slick rich bitch shit. Yep. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe that 100%. That's oh, funny. Oh, don't you think you happy because you went to prom with Kobe? <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha, wow. bitch. Uh, you can sit on the stage holding girl. your fucking face. And, it's no. it, and when, you watch, when you watch the video. <laughs> Welcome to Hitsville, bitch. Bow. She ain't got a hole in her face. <laughs> no, she ain't that bitch mean mugging the she whole time. Mad. Mad. She mad. She touched her face once or twice, but she's mad. Ah, uh, well. No, she ain't that bitch like... In the world, in my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> she she she. I'm like, that bitch, happiest bitch. Oh yeah, oh, I, like oh, 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 I like that. I stuck that hole. Just <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> Brand that bitch, you would come and try me. That was so. It's a funny video. If you uh, want to okay, I did not know that. Thank you for that. All right, y'all. And uh, before we got to start section, I just want to touch base on Trump uh, talking about disinfectant might uh, kill Kirk Karana. And he's trying to say he was sarcastically talking. But no, when you listen to that video, it don't sound like you was being sarcastic. It, it sounded like you was breaking down actual thoughts you were having out loud that you probably later on thought to yourself, oh, I was tripping. But you know how you, you was talking out your ass and people caught you, nigga. That man was tripping. That man's like not enough people are dying. We need faster deaths. Listen, y'all. Fill <laughs> yourselves with disinfectant. That's not what he was saying. Because the, the, the way the court, we was talking. Of course, he was saying like that. You no, know, hey, who, who knows? I'm not. Hey, you might be right on some other shit. But I'm saying when they were talking about it, he was looking at the different aspects of things that they were trying to find cures and what might work. So when he was see, he, 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 you could see his thought process tethering one thing to another, another to another, and then some kind of way he tethered his ass into disinfectants and shit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> ran out of shit to say. Right. I agree. <laughs> I think I have to totally agree with the meme that they posted to say like you know stop telling people to not do it shoot that shit you know maybe maybe some people do need to just go. D, you know what your favorite term is? Natural selection. And we're gonna lead a star session just like that. Let's get to that <laughs> bats nerd out moment. Let's go. Bats nerd out moment. Bats nerd out. Let's 
All right, so first, so in the nerd out moment, dog, I wanted to jump into. There's these three articles that drop, and I'm only gonna try to delve into one. But these three articles that drop, they're talking about what Hollywood might look like post Corona mm -hmm. if they try if they try to start up because you know they've been all these talks about like it might not open up until 2021, mm -hmm. um, and and that and but um, I've been talking to people I know in the industry at least locally, and they were saying, well, we already get notices for at the very least September, so and then somebody else told me August, so I'm feeling like the fall. Hollywood is trying to figure out something to do for the fall. Mm -hmm. And the protocols that are that are talking about being in place to even get anything going is is wild. Now the 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 coolest one the coolest one I found was um from Tyler Perry, who is talking about um well let me see what's the top of this. Uh no, no. See, the coolest one I found was about from Tyler Perry, but it's still wild. So Tyler Perry is talking about on his that huge ass studio lot that he has thirty three hundred and thirty acres. Um, right he's talking about um, okay, and one thing he a boss, so he can open up his doors, you know, however, whenever he see fit. Um, he said he, it will be filmed. Everything will be filmed at his facility. The cast and the crew got checking on the first day. The studios will test everybody for COVID. If you are found negative, you are allowed on the lot. And um and you have and you will be sit sent to um be quarantined for two weeks, <laughs> two weeks is you bitch. Um, there's a 141 barracks on site, and he's also built 30 houses on the lot for various other productions. Wow. He has a fully he has fully functioning homes. They're talking about um setting up a motherfucking hospital on that motherfucker. They already mm. got gyms, they got bars, they got restaurants. Wow. You know what I mean? He feels like he <laughs> can make dog. It's like <laughs> Willy Wonka, yeah. son. Like he Shit. he can make it, but the deal is he can be cooking all the food too. But you can't <laughs> leave. <laughs> but you can't leave. But you can't leave. I mean, no, you that's can't leave. understandable though. It's that I mean, given the circumstances you feel me and uh somebody said it on my wall said sign a fucking call but i'm like like these are protocol well, what else you expecting to do right what um you, do? you leave this bitch you'll be shot deadline was saying um they uh they plan on um you and you're going to hide you have to acknowledge you're going to high density area and um i'm trying to get to the breakdown because uh like one of them i was reading it was like crazy um they they're like they have certain people is gonna be in pods for so amount of time and like I'm trying to find it. Uh film can use are working together, da, 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 there'll be a health question. Let me see here. I think this is the thing about it. Deadline post, they'll have to they everyone tested before they allow no set. Test results will be within 20 minutes. Um there'll be a health questionnaire, a temperature tech, a check, mm -hmm. hygiene training. Mm -hmm. The process will take 90 minutes. Crew members would also no longer be allowed to share tiles. Craft services will no longer allow to have cafeteria style meals. Mm. Actors will also receive a higher level of protection. Um, they will have to um, wear masks and gloves at all times. Um, they will have no background actors. No background actors. Mm. A big possibility to talk about is using visual effects to fucking CGI extras in. Mm. Nigga. Ah! Ah! Nigga, go out fake people walking glitching in the background and shit. <laughs> I feel sorry for everybody on Central Casting. Gee. Boy, what? Nigga like, all right, y'all, we got to go home, fellas. It's a party over. Party's over. The jig is up. 
Yeah. I'm trying to see because he go, he go to other article. Um, see, now here's another one to talk about. A small crew takes over a hotel that has been aggressively cleaned, and they and you have to live there in the in a random hotel for up to two weeks before you even make it to the set. After they complete that two week quarantine, the proposal lays out. This is a different proposal, but this is something else that they're considering. That they will be divided into three pods. Pod one would be the on set cast and crew. Pod two is base camp, makeup, hair, catering. Pod three is set design and preparation. Pod one would be a minimum of 17 people, plus the cast, including director, cinematographer, on set producer, stunts, etc. Um, he said that many actors, directors might not want to do it. Um, each pod would have a position called quarantine supervisor. Uh, dude, um, location set will be dressed in silver. All locations and set, sets will be dressed and sealed for thirty for three days before, like, so they'll set up a thing that you're gonna shoot on, and then quarantine the set for some days before you even shoot on that bitch. Gee, I ain't got time to go to these concentration camps. Um, uh, I'm going. I'm vowed. I can't lie to you. Um, I'm just gonna do shit. I'll, and, and, and I hope there's more actors like you that decide not to do it so I can take their fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. Um. The change yep. of production is plan would be profound. Like there's so much shit. They talking about they might they might be cut out uh, intimacy scenes, so they might not have no like kissing in, in scenes for a minute. But I feel like you tested people. I feel like you tested people. You should be able to get away with intimacy because if you're doing all that to make sure motherfucker ain't got it, you you should be able to get away with intimacy. But you just can't have no orgy shit. You go your your main character, your that one guy and that one girl could have a kiss. <laughs> we better make it good. We only got one shot at this, y'all guys. Right. One shot. Oh, sex scene? Oh, yeah, we going back to how hood niggas fuck. No kissing. A lot of rubbing. <laughs> rubbing and, and, and rubbing and rolling around in the bed. Yeah, and again, around. you get one real kiss. And we going to edit the fuck out that bitch. We got one shot to do it all, guys. <laughs> yeah, everybody. The going to be great. Son, and um, uh, what they were saying... Dude, and it's crazy. Like, and there's these uh these freaking um like hazmat suits that almost all the crew might have to wear as well. And that was like, wait, what? Like, what we're talking about is a complete like reshaping of industry until 2021. Because I think uh, I think we talked about before how in 2021 is when spring of 2021 is when they believe that they're gonna have an actual vaccine for all this. Meaning it's going to take all of 2021 to get everybody probably together to, you know, feel like you're good. You dig? So, hey, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I guess the third one is Australia's Neighbors is the one. They start about mountain production like this month. And they're just spotting Australia. And, and that was the first one that I read. And they said there'll be a nurse on set. Everyone entering the site will have their temperatures checked. Male, male actors will have no makeup. Female ex- actors will not be touched up. There'll be no physical contact between actors, including kissing, holding hands, or intimate scenes. This is in Australia. Actors will also practice social distancing with camera trickery use to make them look closer than they really are. There'll be no outside extras with crew members already on set doubling as extras. So they crew gonna be their extras. Hey, y'all trying to get paid? Oh, oh. Yo. G. All right, let's see what you niggas ain't holding the box. All right, walk behind this, uh, behind this seat right quick. And like, it's just, it's just trippy, and like, and I, it's just wild looking at that's where the game going. But like, I'm well, for, for now. Somebody asked me like, when do, you, when do you think the game should open up? And I say whenever it makes sense to. Because on one end, um, of course I want to get back to work because these are my only streams of income is the industry and and teaching, and neither yeah, is going to be happening. And we're going into a long summer. So when you even tell a nigga like me that, oh, we might not have an industry until September, well, I'm in May, June, July, August. They ain't going to no summer camps. That's my teaching side. And they ain't going to no movies or TV. That's my actor side. So a lot of us are really out here. So, of course, at my wit's end, I'm like, yes, I want the industry to start up. But I don't want niggas to die for it. All right. 
<laughs> you know? Right. So this is just a tricky time. We've never been in a time such as this. That's why this is my time. I'm going to take me a little break and do some other shit. That's fine, dog. But motherfuckers got to figure out how to make money. <laughs> and that, 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 that's just where it's at. It ain't like nobody hiring right now. So it's like, right. it's ain't just nobody a, it's, hiring. Ain't nobody like, we ain't, <laughs> if you got a job, you got a job. Other than that, you kind of stuck with whatever you might have had saved or whatever might come residually or whatever random gig thing that you can flip of right right it's some scary ass times especially for artists and gig people because we depend upon shit like that's shut down um um isa just made a isa ray just made a new site it's called um culture and specifically for black creatives oh she's coming out with it uh, this, uh, is announced a new creative project. She titled her Culture Enterprise, a data-driven site to remind the black community that they are shapeshifters of culture. Really? Black people create culture and drive trends. Our data is valuable and culture capital was created for us to own it. Learn how you can own and get paid for your data by going to culture.io. Um, and she put out an Instagram post and, you know, I guess go check it out, man, because again, finally, black people starting to see that our power is valuable and let's find a way that we can monetize it with each other. Mm-hmm. Tell with Perry, each other. Tell the period, like, so y'all gonna accept culture, but not bruh. <laughs> That's a website, not a series. <laughs> culture.io. <laughs> but, um... Watch it. And last up, man, and I'm gonna get out the uh, Bass Note on moment, is there's this, there's this trailer that has some hitters in it. All Day and Night with Ashton Sanders, Jeffrey Wright, and Yaya Abdul-Mateen. It looks good. Bro, like, just... I just want to see what it's hitting for. Let's check out this trailer. Let's check it out. People say they want to know why. But they really don't. I've been trying to figure hey, Jack out My father told me how to take your life out on everybody else. It's dog eat man out there. If he don't learn that in here, he ain't going to make it. My son won't do nothing like you. I can't see even in plain sight. Yo, old man used to run pretty tough. Yeah. Some people try to escape. Get away from a world that wasn't safe. I got something to tell you. Well, what's up? I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to have nothing to give. You want to give everything. You about to have a baby. Nobody ain't trying to make no money. Yeah, I know you got a couple bodies on you. If you're hungry, I'm gonna put you to work. How about tonight? Job, stop. Job! You just like JD was. I'm done with you! What did you do, Jacob? Your father wanted everything for you. And now you have a son and you ain't even gonna try. If you had all day and a night to understand your life, where would you begin? It's a Netflix joint. <clears throat> Netflix film, All Day and Night. So we got a new hood film, basically, with heavy hitters in the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like the trailer showed too much. It yeah. did show a lot. 
I'm yeah. I'm going to be watching it. I'm very interested all day and night. I'm going to be I'm very interested in watching it, but it's right up my alley. This is some I shit. Sure be showing too much these days. A lot do, but this some shit. It, it's a it's a hood tale. Like it, I'm a, I'm a young black Born, man. Like gangster, repeat. Yeah, really. Like, Born. I was like, this is a. It's kind of marketing to me. I, I see what you guys are doing here, I guess, but I, I, I'm going to see it just merely for the people in it. Yeah. Ashton right. Sanders, right. Jeffrey Wright, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the homie from fucking uh Snowfall. Um, your little boy from All American. <laughs> you saw a little little brother from All American playing. So it's a cooler cast. I give it a thumbs up. But uh, I guess I guess everyone's gonna. I guess this is the blackity blackity black black black. I guess this is black enough for you guys, huh? I guess that's gonna be the black 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 black. They're All the black people yep. love this. Yeah, they're gonna yep. bite down on that. On uh, this one, cause and what's funny is they might go. They gonna go against it. Oh, they're showing these hood stereotypes. That's oh, not the way black. See, uh, why we always gonna be yeah. in prison? Why we always gotta be a gangster? Uh, <laughs> we always gotta be yeah, a gangster. We call it right now. You heard the first one, flower bats. Uh, I hate black people sometimes, but I love us all the same. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some sports. Sports. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so um, that shit might not be coming back until like 2021 of next season. So as far as that's going, niggas ain't playing. XFL, so long, goodbye. Everybody talk about how good it was, but that ain't ever coming back completely. They went bankrupt, dude. And then- They had uh, to fire everybody. Everything except for fucking wrestling for some reason is not essential. So like, that's the only thing that's really still going on right you know, now. No, sports is trying to come back because of how wrestling has been set up as to be essential. That's the thing. They're Basket- trying, but it ain't. Yeah, it's M- out, it's NBA, out. NBA talking about having um, crowdless fucking um, games. They looking at how wrestling doing it. They need to get this money because you got to take in. Because niggas schooled me about the TV situation. In Hollywood, TV shows can come back before films because the TV contracts. So they going to try to put something on that TV. I don't know, dog. It's going to be hard. It's gonna be hard. I don't think it's gonna be possible. But while it's not being possible, um, why wouldn't it be possible? It's just wrestling is showing it's done. It's being that's why that they're following that mode. Somehow wrestling is just a beautiful show. Somebody watching football, I don't know. And basketball. That's what that's what they're specifically talking about. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. I tell you that. It's gonna gonna be the exact fucking same. Hard to watch. It's not you. Actually, wrestling ain't been easy to watch with no crowd. It's like wrestling. What you mean? No, there's not. There's not. A, there's not. It's a, not a beautiful show without people. I'm sorry. Like crowds make live events. Watching something that's meant to be a live event and wrestling plays a crowd. It's been hard as fuck to watch wrestling out of crowd. Honestly, I think it would be easier to watch basketball and football because that's actual. Just after, that's like going to my fucking park and just watching two niggas play the game. That's actual. Just you're just there that's for the the sport of it. You know what I mean? I watch wrestling for entertainment. It's called to have entertainment when it's like yeah, because all the people know I, that I'm the man, right? People. Oh yeah, I'm by my goddamn self. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, cool. that's hard. That's hard. Now they don't do that. They play to the crowd, but they play to the camera. But you know what I'm saying? There's so much about wrestling that's meant for people that I feel like the NBA especially is looking at. Well, if they've been pulling this off since the pandemic, five on games of five on five in an empty arena is entirely possible. It's gonna probably be boring, but I feel like it'll be more interesting than wrestling's been. Yeah, cause I ain't gonna lie, I watched some five on five with a. Uh... Sports tell their own story. I mean, the story comes out in the game. Yeah. You know, so even and I think you would still have you you would still have commentary. So even without people cheering or booing or whatever, the sport I feel like people still rock it. Cause even look at the draft. The draft broke records this year. Yeah. Twelve million people watched the draft this year. Cause they ain't got nothing else. <laughs> nothing else sports related. <laughs> Anything sports related has been breaking records. What's going on? 
I remember uh, they had a meme about that and they was telling like how we was gonna have to start rooting for all type of shit that's what's related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because we just want something to root for. No. We want some competition. Nigga, no. bowling? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Cyber virtual bowling. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to catch the last dance. Did you see so, it? Yeah, that's what I wanted to get onto. So talking about fucking entertainment, the last dance. Right now, you can actually download it for free on your ESPN, on your PS4. Cool. Well, you could. They, they do it. They do it free ESPN right now. Yeah, son. I downloaded it on Raheem's free ESPN. Like it's it downloaded and paid for no money. No and, uh, money. No situation. The thing is, it's gonna actually like your uh, when you go to watch the thing, it's gonna send you a link to put a code in for ESPN activate. And it's gonna actually what network you with. What like what's your because I because I oh uh, Cox because I sure yeah, enough was ready to. I was about to download that bitch illegally. Nah, man. That's, <laughs> that shit for free. Son. All right, because I want to catch that. That's a piece of history that that's part of my like childhood. So dog, hard. It is. Let me tell you, dog. It is so amazing to learn about who these people were back then and what was going on. One of the best episodes I think so far was episode two when you learned about how broke they did Scotty. Yeah, the they, they have, they have, they've had articles written about that. I saw an article written about how, like, the disparity. But, but at the end of the day, at the end of it, he started, he wound up being, like, paid as fuck. I mean, dog, he came out top dog. Yeah, but, but like, during, he was getting played. About yeah. seven years for 17 mil, son. There were niggas that were way less of, of a player than he was. I was making way more. Yeah. I mean, son, he was the number two player in the world. In the world. The only number one was Jordan. And yeah. he was on the same team, man. Come on, now. When Joy when Scotty got out the game, dog, it made a huge effect on the whole game of basketball when it comes to the Bulls. But uh, I think the best part I liked about watching this documentary is watching how the Detroit Pistons gave it to them boys every time, like and stuff like four years straight, just whipping their ass, and not just on the court, but physically beating the fucking out, beating the shit out of them. Basketball was so hard then. They was really punching them like. Breakfast Club was talking about how to this day there's a beef between Jordan and uh, what's his name. What I say? Yeah, because of how they want to shake the Bulls' hand. But they didn't. So, so check this out. The Bulls, when Spencer Jones was with them, never beat the Pistons for the Eastern Conference Finals. Never beat them, and they would always lose. Son, except so it's like the year 1990. They beat them that year. Mm-hmm. And as they walked off, they didn't shake the. the and the Bulls always shook their hand before. They, they always shook their hand every finals they lost. Always shook it. But Isaiah says. Man, that's just how it was. That's how we used to pass the torch down. When we beat Bird and them, they didn't shake our hand. Bird and them walked the fuck off on us. And they showed Bird, a video of Bird and them walking the fuck off on them boys, not shaking nobody's hand. But Jordan took that shit personal. Because Jordan felt like, nah, son, I'm nah, gonna fuck, fuck what you that. and Bird did. Right. What I did to you was different, you dig? And on top of that, y'all was like, that's what made me think about it. Y'all were beating me the fuck up. They had a whole, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they had a whole defense dedicated to Jordan called the Jordan defense. Come you know on. What I'm that would, like, that would stop him from going certain places. So if you're gonna beat my ass like that, and when I finally beat you, not even give me the dignity of shaking my hand, I feel what Jordan coming from. I'm feeling some kind of way. Now I don't know, I don't know if it would make me. Be like be beefed out with him 30 40 years later right. but i understand feeling that i feel him yeah. all rich in his mansion and shit. he's still bad smoking to this day you don't fuck with this nigga. bitch didn't shake my hand i want the richest he people in the it. world he hates it. the most powerful one of the most influential no he didn't shake my hand he didn't shake my hand when i beat him because them niggas damn they killed me in the games no, when I say beat the fuck out of But like the last dance been getting really high reviews, really high remarks. Now I wish I had more to say on it, but like I, I was planning so to watch it watch and I haven't seen it yet. They, the thing is, they do a it's lot like of eight parts, so they're gonna be ten. doing it for oh ten, okay. Eight more parts, I should say, right? Yeah. So no, six more parts. So so four have come out. Four. Okay, shit, I got some catching up to do. All right. When this is over, we can download it, you know what I'm saying? 
All right, that's good shit. So uh, anything else on? Uh, on I on, mean, real talk. Everything's about the last dance right now. Everybody's talking about it. No, this thing's been hyped up for so long, and the way they shoot it is like. So the thing is, they talk about the last dance, which is the very last game of 1998 Bulls when they won their last championship. But it goes back and forth between years of the Bulls' history with the managers, GMs, Phil, everywhere where everyone's from. Everyone's back history, mm -hmm. you know. And it's amazing to watch how they go from like, all right, we're gonna go all the way back to 1985. They talk about this shit for a minute, like a long ass 20 minutes. Then we're going to go back to 1980 and what's going to happen right here. This going mm -hmm. on right here. And that's what's really cool about it. And also, they're giving you up-to-date people as well. Because they got interviews with people right now. Because uh, on, Jordan, bro. That influence is massive. It's the Bulls. Yeah. That influence right. is massive. It's just like, so They got Jordan, on. Rodman, uh, Phil. Uh, they got uh, everyone that's alive they can get. Mm -hmm. And they, they talked about it on the team. And uh, you know what's funny? I think... Um, Cause people always say, man, look who Jordan was playing. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes Jordan was playing some people that wasn't good, but I was watching some people that just didn't look like they could play like that. I don't like comparing errors. But no, no, this is just what I'm saying. When I looked at certain people that was playing Jordan in the time they was playing, I was like, dog, y'all tripping, son. If I'm looking at the Utah Jazz and all, all, like these white boys giving Jordan run for their money, like putting Jordan and his team to work right now, dog. Just you ain't tell me these niggas wasn't good. Because they put their team to work, son. But it's too much other shit in play. That's why it's hard to compare errors because you know this as a sports nigga. There's all this other stimuli about how the game is played, changes. I mean, genetics have changed and everything. All kind of shit, rules. All so much shit, shit changed that you can compare errors because Jordan playing now would be a different... It's so much like to compare. I, I don't like yeah. comparing errors. Let people be great where they at. Where they great at because they were there's great no, there. There's no comparison, really. Really. But they try to be like, man... I don't know, just like... They try to say Jordan didn't have nobody to play with back in this era. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, he had people. You mean on, on his team? Yeah, no, like like against. Like they was like, I'm like like he he like he played a bunch of scrubs basically. That's like, nah, that's that bullshit. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. Whoever says that didn't watch basketball then. Didn't live in it all. Or, or or don't know anything like, about basketball. That nigga head, man. They had all kind of stuff. I watched. That. I watched that boy. Um, that was one of the most iconic times, honestly. Right, like just nineties. Nineties basketball. Fucking killer. Nineties basketball, bitch. I watched, oh, sorts I watched of that killers, boy Reggie though. Miller shake that boy Jordan up. Bro, Reggie Miller's a fucking legend. You ain't, like, you, you, yes, you did see him do that. That's what legends do. And I, that's, what, <laughs> right. that's what I'm pissed off about. That they'd be like, man, niggas ain't had a real competition back then. I'm like, son. If they didn't, we wouldn't have the NBA we have now. Shut the fuck up. Um, so we're not going to talk did about Joe Burrow NBA signing? Jam? Oh, yeah. Number one, Joe Burrow signed with Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Bucks? I'm not no. Bucks. Uh, uh, Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah. Now, I think it's good because he's going to link up with, with them two niggas from LSU that already played for No, no, no. He's out with the Bengals. I'm sorry. Oh, that's it, right? Damn. He's out with the Bengals. He should have signed with the Browns. Not so the he's Browns. Out with the, Bengals. the Bengals. I don't know. It's going to suck for him. I hope he gets re-signed somewhere else. But I'm glad Boosie gave him that chain that he got. <laughs> Gronk back? We talk about that? Oh, oh. So, so that's the thing. Gronk is with the Buccaneers. Right with his boy. So, mm. I, like, I don't know what that says. But it's, only thing to me it says is one thing. I got to be with my nigga Brady. We got to ride this out together. <laughs> but he came out retirement. Ain't that some shit? Right. I wonder what's going to happen with this WWE contract. Fuck that shit. <laughs> he signed to be a wrestler. He's supposed to be a wrestler. Wrestle these nuts. Brock left. I'm about to leave too. Brock can't leave, but... He left the first time for UFC, I mean. Yo, come on, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so it's so trippy that even without sports, there's still sports news. Yeah, Sports is still sports sporting. Team. Sports is going sports. I want to know what's going to go on with Bill Belichick, and I can't wait for that documentary to come out. About the six rings of, of fucking uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Wait, 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 you hear about that Tulane basketball player that like murdered yeah, somebody? Murder, yeah. Really? Yeah. Tulane basketball player is a whole murder throwing it. He threw his whole life away. Oh, that's crazy. He's a star player or some shit too. Like, wow. Sucks for you. Sucks, Sucks for somebody you. else that, that fucking spot. 
That's not a murderer. That is not a goddamn murderer. Sorry. Well, we gonna say alleged. We don't know. Alleged. Well, alleged. Let's, let's give it to somebody that's not a alleged murderer. <laughs> and we gonna leave it at that, y'all. This was episode ninety-seven, side A. Woo! Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com. As we always say, we want y'all to be part of the conversation. Also, uh, five stars, man. Hit us with some reviews. Hit us with some comments in that comment box. If you, let, if you hit us with any of that, we definitely going to read that thing on the air. Yes. We love to know who out there. We would love to know who listening to us, man. Us that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me at Martin Bats Bradford. Google me at Martin Bats Bradford. Facebook me at Martin Bats Bradford. But if it's like IG or Twitter or one of them social media joints, look for me at Mr. Bats. Spell that Mr. Outer. You're going to find another cat in the facade. AM 97, we flying. And it's me, your boy D Mac. Catch my Instagram, FrenchBread.kid, and follow my clothing brand at your dig brand and at yourdigbrand.com. That's all for me. Catch you later. Escaping out of our world, fresh out of the shadow realm. This your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the rule. And if you're out, out in the streets and you're, you're looking for me, me, you can find me on IG Alpha Joe No E504. Also, you can find me on Facebook at Joseph Alpha Man Pines 97 Side A. We out this bitch. And yeah, we out it. Nothing else to say, y'all. Catch y'all on the rebound. One. A little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool. Why you sprinkle sugar on shit and you calling it food? See, I'm just trying to groove and you standing on the wall with your hands on your balls, making crab claws move. Trying to bonk at a dog, but I don't bonk. I just fall back till you think you're winning, but you lost in the beginning. Ayy. One goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. Real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. There's only one goal, one thing, one rule, man. That shit don't change. It is Real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do real fucking things. Ti, Cz. <laughs>